Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. We are. Just much button, John. Yeah. I swear to God. I swear to God, I'm a fucking kid. Too much. You fucking. Yeah, God. yeah. I'm gonna hold out time here. Jesus right. Christ! Can you just play the damn music already? Jesus, son of a bitch, you bastard! You. <laughs> well, if you guys shut the fuck up, I'm gonna fucking play it. But you guys won't shut the fuck up. So let's just hey, shut hey, the fuck up. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, hey, 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 You're trying to, you're trying to pass the blame around. You're the host here, okay? You know, you guys just keep talking. All right, I'm, I'm ready to press the fuck. The host with the most bullshit. That's what it is. You're fucking. <laughs> no, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, kid. You're looking at me Calm right, down. Right, right Calm down. Okay. Right in the soul. Right through your right eyes. Soul, right right through your fucking eyes. eyes. The I, see, I see your brains. I see your brains. Like shoes. They have a My wonderful brain. Like shoes. IQ 120, 220, yeah. 240. We're in the year 2020. Perfect business. <laughs> Hey guys, we are back. So this is our first second parter ever because we went three hours and 45 minutes. So Niles and Brendan are back. So guys, welcome again. This is part two of our long ass podcast. I don't know when this one's going to drop. I'm going to figure out maybe the same day as part one, maybe the next day, maybe two days after. Who the fuck knows? I'm still trying to figure that part out. Well, but, by the time you're finished editing both things, it'll probably be around like what 2025. 20, so around that time is when uh, this will drop. The funny part about that is Mark was like, Do, "Am I editing this one?" I'm like, "Well, it's an even number." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh fuck." <laughs> I mean, and also at the same time, uh, this is his fault. So uh, this is uh, you this know is what? my fault. Yes, you know what? It's not really. No, it's, it's Mark's fault. It's Mark's oh, fault. It's yeah. Mark's fault. Yeah, because right? he because he put this together. Yeah, he's the one that made yeah, like, it's his the fault. connection. Fuck you, so. Mark. Whoa, whoa. You know, I, I gave him the freedom now to like, you know, add in commentary once or twice. So we mentioned mm-hmm. him in the thing. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to do it for this episode. So <laughs> it's it, like, fuck you. Fuck you, Nile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, you know the answer to this. Oh, and Nile, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, second part of the show is basically about the community. And mm-hmm. that's what we're going to get to today. So let's talk about the community as a whole first. Let's talk about the strengths and weaknesses, and then we'll talk about what can we do to get the community to the next level. Because those are the most important things. So let's start with the strengths. Well, I mean, the strengths of the community, as far as I see from uh, comparison to, say, L.A., is it's a whole lot freaking easier to film if you ain't filming on the strip, at least. 
But to uh, say, for example, we had a short, um, this is actually real. We had a short film mm-hmm. that we were shooting. We were originally going to do in Southern California area. <laughs> Laguna Beach. Yeah, Laguna. Oh. Yeah, it was it was an area in Laguna Beach that had this like really old watchtower type place. And we yeah. were going to do like a cool little pirate thing there. We're like, all right, okay. let's go ahead and do that. What is it going to take? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, sit. You went into is that the Crystal Cove thing? Uh, no, or, so it's it's called the the Pirate Tower of Laguna Beach. Oh, okay. And um, oh, is it Laguna or Long? It's one of the one of the L beaches. But okay. there's this uh, tower that looks like a pirate tower. But the actual story of it is um, so like here's the beach, and you know how it has those rock walls in California, yeah, yeah. and then there's the house on top of it. The owners a long long time ago they built a spiral staircase leading down to the beach, uh-huh. and they didn't like how it looked, so they made like a concrete tower around it and like an old, um, you know, seventeen hundreds style, seventeen yeah. um, hundreds era style yeah. look. Um, oh shit! And yeah. if you, I, I saw, I was like messing around on YouTube, and I saw because I was looking for pirate locations. I'm yeah. big on pirates. Yeah. If you can't guess, um, I, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so I really wanted to do something pirate related. So I came across that video and I just wrote a short based on that tower. Yeah. Which is if I'm going to give some advice for filmmakers, if you don't know for sure, you're going to have that location. Don't write your entire short revolving around <laughs> that location and specific things in that location. I guess um, you did that. I yes. did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm it took a little bit of rewriting. Out, but, yeah. <laughs> a we, little bit. And, you know, we were lucky. You. You had to have that How I, dare you? I know. But I'm hey, so real sorry. quick tangent, by the way. Have you ever been to that like pirate style medieval times thing in uh, California? Um, uh, uh, this is the one for his, his ego. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay. There we go. Uh, sorry, Mark. Go ahead and cut around this. I love you. Um, <laughs> no, Mark, leave it in. Leave. No, I'm actually doing the second part, so I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. So are you talking about the um, the the pirate's dinner, which is yeah, kind of yeah. like a pirate version of medieval times? Yeah, I yeah. believe it's somewhere in Anaheim. Yeah. Because I, I see I that's where I see the shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Yes. I have not gone. Okay. Uh, gone. I have not gone. gone. I would love to go. It's been a long day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, I would love to go. That, yeah. That's always something I've been planning on doing. But like, here's my thought whenever I was growing up. It's like, I would always go there, especially whenever I started going to Disneyland, like, you know, all my solo trips. Yeah. And I'd see it. I'd be like, you know what? One of these days, I'm going to go drop by there. But yeah. then it's like, but also in this town is Disneyland. And I could just go there and ride pirates uh, yeah. as many times as I want. But I do want to make the trip up there. If I have a couple of people who are willing to not only go to Disneyland with me and then go to pirate. Yeah, we're in. We got one. We got one. So there we go. And we have another one, too. Whether right. he agrees that's, that's, that's three people. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things that are just unspoken rules in mm-hmm. this household that he has well, to, he has choices throughout you're not, you're his not life. Not in your household. Um, you're, not, you're in my no, household. It's, it's yeah. now very suddenly become an extension of his. household. It is an extension. So, oh. um, do you want to pay rent too? <laughs> I mean, that would be wonderful. Thank you. That would help out a lot. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's. I, there's, I think it would help me out more than you if I can pay me no, rent. But, but, but now he suddenly has a new space that he can film shit at. Oh, yeah, so your yeah. apartment will constantly so just be overrun. I mean, I don't really know if you want to shoot in here. It's not much to show. Well, I mean, we did for a good five minutes the other day. Wow. Look at that. Hold on. We've been started for what? Two minutes? We're already on a, on a, on a tree branch of tactics. The it's, listeners are like, oh, fuck. It's not any better the second time. God damn. No, someone gets through the whole but, thing. I'll be really proud of them. Yeah. But anyways, he, he has choices throughout his life. Yeah. But there are just three specific subjects where he has no choice. Yeah. Number one, we are going to Disneyland. Now, if I say I'm going to Disneyland, that's fine. That's a, If you want to go, you can go. Yeah. But if I look at him and say we're going and he's just going to have to, you know, Take a look at the, the surroundings and figure out that yeah we're going you know he's, that's why he, I choose whenever I say it. He's actually mm. actually Brendan he's, he, Brendan's actually planning his escape route to not go. 
Yeah, yeah, but like, I was able to do it once. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he knows damn well what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and that means also, that there is no again. Um, <laughs> it didn't take very long, and already we're on Disneyland again. All right, yeah. we're gonna stop Disneyland. I just wanted to ask you about the Did pirate you thing. Bob Iger step down. Yeah, I was gonna talk to you about that, but that's a whole that's a whole different ball of wax. <laughs> By the time the podcast will be out, we'll be like on like another person. Yeah, yeah. Sit down. yeah it's so, fine. Eisner's return to the shock of everyone. <laughs> no, another Bob took over, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, Bob Chapek. Oh, that's the chairman it. We're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> I'm cutting you. Off. It's like a drinking thing. It's like I'm cutting you off. You're red flag from Disney today. I just need another shot. <laughs> okay. okay, so we were looking at this tower in yeah. Laguna Beach, and yeah. we were going to film at. I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off because I, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's been a problem. Uh, this is us getting back on track. Um, so. We're like, okay, what is it, it going to take to film here? Let's try to do it close to legally. And um, what what do permits cost? And the end cost of being able to film on Laguna Beach for a day was like three grand. <laughs> <laughs> so we then looked at alternatives in Las Vegas. Yeah. We found some nice areas around mm-hmm. Lake Mead. We're like, cool, what did that cost? Oh, like $200. Yeah. So then it came down to two options. Mm-hmm. Um, either A, which this would have been the more fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, either A, we're going to take this quiz, get our boating license, rent a boat for the day, okay. and then go take the boat and sail to uh, some secluded area in the middle of Lake Mead where we don't have to worry about permits because we could just kind of, you know, film solo. We're going to bring some, you know, some drinks and stuff. Yeah. We're going to party on the boat afterwards. It'd be a good time. That too, this will shock you, is very expensive to do. But still, the, but still, not as expensive as just getting the license to shoot for a day at Laguna Beach in California. Yeah. Okay, but question then: mm-hmm. what's more, what's more expensive, the boat license or the renting of the big boat? The uh, just shooting gorilla style and oh. hoping that no one shuts you down. Yeah, but, but 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 well, e- but even mm-hmm. if, even if you're comparing it, getting a boat boating license was like yeah. twenty five bucks. Oh, that's not bad. And then renting the boat was like two hundred dollars for the day, yeah. and you get one hundred of it back. Yeah, it was. Oh, no, no, it was three hundred. You get one hundred back. So yeah, it was two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh. not bad. And then it was only like two hundred dollars for the license to shoot for the day. Yeah. So still, with all that combined, and we get to play on a boat and do all that cool shit too, was still less than half the price of shooting in California. So was this just really the the, the prequel to Thunder in Paradise? I, it, you know, we don't need to say it officially because you know we don't need rights to go out. You know. Yeah. yeah, legal action and all that stuff. I'm but, surprised uh, you know what Thunder and Pir- Paradise is. I really don't. You just called oh. me on my bluff, but I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was some like '90s show from like we're just uh, playing along, yeah. having oh. a good time. It was a right? Hulk Hogan. Uh, it was a Hulk Hogan show. Oh Wait, right, what? I didn't remember that one because he yeah. used to come on. Uh, yeah. on Saturday, I only know one you Hulk Hogan. To... Uh, Hulk Hogan acting venture. Oh. and that one was um. God, what was it called? Three Ninjas uh, at High Noon. High Noon no, Mega Mountain. No, no, no. It was the one where <clears throat> he's like an alien and he comes down to Earth. Oh, com- uh, Commando. So Suburban Commando? Suburban Commando, yes. Yeah. Because I was okay. like, Commando's the fun Schwarzenegger one. Yeah. Did you know why he, Schwarzenegger, by the way, picked that movie? Why? Because he's, I think... I was, uh, I, I've the, always wondered. Actually, honestly. it's in the commentary. The director goes, Schwarzenegger read the script, and he goes, I'm a human for the first 20 minutes. This is good. I like this. So he decided, amazing. He decided to do it for that those reasons. That is super great. I, yeah. I heard, um, also, I'm sure this is one of those movie rumors that everyone knows, that mm-hmm. um, Predator started as Rocky versus an alien. No, I never heard that one. Okay, so yeah, uh, I think it's all but been confirmed. But uh, so Rocky three, I believe. Um, so like the first episode, he took he you know he went the distance with the champ. Yeah, and then the first ep- uh, first the second movie. Yeah, uh, this in the second movie, he um uh you know he he does the, the yeah. rematch and he wins. 
Uh, no, it was going to be four. And then the third one was, um, it was already Clubber going, Lang, right? Clubber Lang. Yeah. And then the fourth Which one. Which I don't like the third one that much, to be honest. I, I, I have a good time with it. It's it's not as serious as two, and it's not yeah. as fun as four. Yeah, um, four but, has the best montage scene. Well, this, it does, and also four. the greatest villain because he's pretty much a cartoon character. That, that's true. Thank you. Yeah, that's it, a really it, good Drago. Still, thank you. <laughs> it was either going to be uh, Rocky saves uh, stops the Cold War or Rocky saves Earth. I like Rocky and, saves the Cold War. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's the one that we went with, and that's great. But yeah, the original script for Predator was titled Rocky Four. Um, he was gonna fight an alien, and then the more they went into it, they're just like, "What if we just like took Rocky out of this, yeah, and made a new thing?" And they're like, "Well, let's get the other one who's big right now, Schwarzenegger or something like that." And then that's oh. how Predator happened. Come on, that's do it, do words. it now! Come on, do it, do it now! Come on! And, and Predator is such a beautiful film, but that's that's a topic that can go for a while for that's me. Really great. Oh, that is true. Do it. Don't you push it too many pencils? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever listened to another band real quick? But have you ever heard the band Austrian Death Machine? Yeah. I love that name right. already. It's a Schwarzenegger band with Tim Lambusin from uh, As I Lay Dying. Now, hey, yeah. you, you know what? You never yeah, told no, about it. No, because I, I just found out about Jester was showing to me the other day. Mm. And he was just like, listen to this shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said, the, you said uh, two words that really per, uh, piqued my you said a Schwarzenegger band. Yeah. Yeah. What is the qualifications for so, it? Is he a part of this? No, 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 no. Okay. So, so it's I'll like put it, my wallet back it's, in it's my it, No, but it's a guy who sounds like Schwarzenegger, and it's the funniest shit. Like, the skits are great. Like, the, <laughs> the one of the first songs on Double Brutal, the, mm-hmm. second, the second album from them, is called I Need Your Clothes, Your Boots, Your Motorcycle. And it is a banger. Yeah, okay. but, but but the intro to every song starts with the, the lead guy doing an impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it was his friend. It, it, it's okay, yeah. but, he, but it sounds That's dead like him. Yeah. And he's always, I remember the one bit I remember being shown, is he's like, he's like, hey, you, when you scream, you sound like you're going, ah! you, if you yeah, scream yeah. right, it's going to be, ah! <laughs> I think now is the best time for me to break out the very, very, very stupid joke. Uh, joke? Stupid joke. Stupid joke. <laughs> the yoke's on you, buddy. Uh, the, the stupid joke that I came up with the other day. Uh, with um, I'll, I'll just say it. My favorite uh, wrestling uh, program. Yeah. Oh, which is AEW. Yeah. Oh, if you just sound it out. Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> oh, we said wait, it when we were tired. I, I got. I, we were like, do you want to watch that? Wait, wait, wait. Do you, were you guys over when I met Bernie, Bernie Sanders? Who? What? Oh. No. Okay. You met so, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I forgot to tell you this story. So this is not, okay. We're in it's tangent time, guys. Uh, Actually, this Tangent episode again. We're going to take things back. We're going to be you know, on a topic that's a little less controversial. Yeah. Tell all us right. about the politic interaction. That I mean, I don't, I don't really talk politics at all, but this is a really <laughs> funny story about this. So I wore my, you know, my elite hat. Mm-hmm. So okay. I walk into Bernie's thing, and he goes, the elite? I'm fine. Fight, fight the elite. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, no, it's a wrestling thing. Uh, Mr. Uh, Senator Sanders, it's, I like wrestling. I like fa- fake athletic competition. Um, you know, it's just, he goes, wrestling? Is it big out here? Has it had a lot of shows in Vegas? I'm like, yeah, WWE comes. I'm like, holy shit, Bernie's a fucking wrestling oh, yeah. fan, I think. By the way, May twenty third, uh, yes. AEW does double or nothing. You mean triple or nothing? It, it, it's pretty much double or nothing because now they're WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Uh, May twenty third. Oh, yeah. We're going. We just have. Yeah. We're, go- we're going. 
We, yeah. we are. No, uh, yeah. I'll no, take you go. I'm, I'm going to go now. Yeah. 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 But, Come on. The, the tickets are on sale right now if you want to go to AEW's WrestleMania in Las Vegas. They're oh, my God. To right translate, uh, that means right now, folks, get on your computer and go back in time yeah. about no, this four whole part's months getting, because this whole you part's only getting, have. This whole part's <laughs> getting cut. Because it's no, like it's not. In November. No, it's not. We're going to talk about AEW. It was great. It was lovely. It was wonderful. We're yeah. one episode behind now. We did a lot of catching up. Last yeah. time we were here, we were like five episodes behind, but we've uh, had... Uh, Lovely time off okay. after uh, three day of just I'm like still mega far work. behind. I'm, so. I'm still far behind because you know what? It comes on when I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. AEW's so. so good, dude. Someone told I just me, read Bleacher Report. Someone told me that the episode that we most recently just yeah. watched, so the the episode from two weeks ago, yeah. is the best episode that they ever put on. Oh, interesting. They are correct. It's so who is the exalted one, guys? Real incredible. quick, they, they they haven't announced that yet. But Wait, the, who's who's your guesses? I'm gonna guess. Well, I'm going to go based off what I'm fucking hoping, mm-hmm. and I hope it's Matt Hardy. Okay. I think it's Jake Roberts. That would be so interesting, because I, I feel like it has to be someone that can get in the ring again. I guess and no. I mean, I don't know much about it, but I've been reading it at least lately, but I think they're trying to still get Matt Hardy to sign a deal. Mm-hmm. So probably by the time this podcast is out, we don't know who the, we'll know who the exalted one is, unless they fucking really push that far. I don't but, think they are. But again, also just because I say Jake Roberts, because Jake Roberts was actually supposed to be the original um, uh, ministry, corporate ministry uh, oh, higher power. Way, way back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it would be it going... would be interesting, but I mean, he's still fighting his demons. I think that's the only thing that would hold it back. No, he's, he's better now. I met him. Okay. Yeah. See, you guys are going a little bit too predictably. We're talking wrestlers here. What I think is going to happen Raven. is I think <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I think he's, you know, he's going to lift up the mask. Yeah. And then Tenacious G's The Metal is going to start playing. It's okay. none other than Kyle Gass under there. He's been the orchestrator the entire time. It was me the yeah. whole time. <laughs> it's actually Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with how insane he went for a little while, I'm, that, that, that could work Kyle? potentially. Uh, but I mean, originally it was supposed to be Marty Squirrel before Marty Squirrel re-signed with Oh, really? Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, for the rest of the villain. fans judging me real quick, I'm yeah. going to let them go back to their thing. But I, my very first full... Uh, the very first time you ever saw anything wrestling, yeah, yeah, was was WWE 2019 WrestleMania, okay. and then that's the only WWE programming I ever saw, other than the Royal Rumble thing that we saw. Oh, I love the Royal Rumble. A the, while ago. the Royal Rumble is the one thing I want to go to, and I'll never like. So I don't give a shit about seeing anything else. I'm, I've seen other things, but I, the Royal Rumble, I will spend money to get front row tickets because it's so much fun. Yeah, but it is. But yeah, so so he. Never watched wrestling before until 2019 yeah, yeah. WrestleMania. I'm so mad. I'm so, so mad that I didn't grow up on this stuff. I love it so much. Yeah, because you, should, he, you have he's, a backlog to go yeah, through. Yeah. yeah. He's, mean, he's, he's now watched a documentary about Undertaker. Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that would have been my favorite thing. Have you ever. watched the Ruthless Aggression documentary yet? I haven't yet. We did just see Fighting with Your Family, uh, Fighting with My Family. Though. Okay, that's a really great movie. I want to see the documentary it was based on. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you who are wondering, like, oh, I heard The Rock did this thing. Like, it's really good. Yeah. Me and him have a habit of like talking through movies. Not yeah. like we're not paying attention, but just like things like, wow, that was a really good shot. I love yeah. how they did that. Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just talking shop while we're watching it. And you can tell when we're really into it when we just completely shut up. <laughs> so far, that has happened three times. Okay. That has happened with. Um, I'm sorry, four times. That has happened with Martyrs. That has happened with Midsummer. That mm-hmm. has happened with Parasite. And that has happened with Fighting With My Family. Interesting. So those are, in my opinion, those are the four most like effective watches we've had. Because there's a moment like, with Martyrs, that was a different thing. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Okay, Martyrs is, um, Martyrs, you'll, you'll often hear it thrown around as in like, oh, can you handle every movie? Have yeah. you seen Martyrs? 
Um, and it's essentially so this uh was it uh red right? Well, I mean it's it's a it's a movie God, it's that's a that's heavily influenced by uh, French mm-hmm. exploitation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, someone watched Hostel by Eli Roth. Yeah, yeah. who was like, okay, I think I can do something with this, mm-hmm. and they they did. Mm-hmm. And like, look, the first Hostel is not a bad movie, but this I, this is definitely um, there's a lot simultaneously. There's a lot that I think it does better, and this is going to surprise some people. There's there's some things that I think it kind of does worse. Oh well, yeah, um, that's every movie though. Yeah, I mean, it, it's an incredible movie, yeah. but it, in my opinion, suffers from too many cooks. I guess now mm. there's there's three main things going on. I'm doing my best not to spoil anything. Yeah. There's three main things going on, and there's a lot of care and attention and detail uh, given to all three, mm-hmm. but I just feel like one of them didn't really need to be there, and if it was going to be there, it should have overshadowed the other two. Um, because there's there's like really, there's multiple types of horror in there, and there's one horror that they start you out with, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is really fucking great. Yeah, yeah. And there's at least twice in the movie where I'm like, if it ended right here, I would have no complaints. Mm. Um, at the end of it, like, it's weird, because at the end of it, it's like, okay, I'm glad I saw the rest of that. Yeah. But there's a good chunk of time where I was suspicious. I was like, I see where you're going here. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a point, I'm really going to dislike this movie. But they gave me the reason, and we, I saw that they had a point, but there was still that dip, and like, yeah. mm, you told me you're better than this movie, what are you doing? Um, so, that's pretty much my thoughts on it. <laughs> but but Martyrs is worth watching, it's an experience, yeah, and absolutely. it's nowhere near as exploitive as some of the audience will try to tell yeah, you yeah. it is. Yeah. Because there are some hard-to-watch moments, Yeah, but unlike a lot of those movies, it serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. It is not hostile. It, it is not, because hostile is a, uh, you're going to get something... To the extreme, yeah. With every encounter, yeah. So it it's not as effective when it does happen. Interesting. And there's a hostile actually. I, you know what? Like I, I like I have interesting opinions. with yeah. With Eli Roth, I don't think anybody is just an overtly bad filmmaker. Is good. Yeah. You know, everybody has their own interpretations yeah. and shit like that. And I've enjoyed a lot of things that Eli Roth has made. Yeah. Um, but there are always with his movies. There's no, I, I can't think of one movie where I'm like, yes, everything's great. There's always like, eh, there's that one, that one. Gotcha. But um, Hostel is um, the first one I'd say is just a good watch. Yeah, it is. If you, I'm, if you I'm like effect gore. stuff, yeah, and, I'm not into the whole gore shit. You know, where like you're cutting off toes and shit like that. See, like, but here's the thing, like with 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 that's too. I would not recommend watching Hostel too. Yeah. That one made me legitimately angry okay. because it was that, but it didn't have much of a point. Yeah. Like I want to care about the characters. I want to care about the situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, this is the best cast of characters ever written, yeah. but they did gain, you know, they got my interest yeah, yeah. and I wanted to see, you know, I cared about the outcome. Okay. And, um, and also let your gore serve a purpose. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Shock yeah. factor. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, Saul, I think Saul got a hand with that, especially yeah. when three came around Two was like, okay, but th- three, I'm like, yeah, it's a little off the rails, especially like I am I, personally, the, the thing that creeped me out the most in three was actually the, uh, when they cut his skull, Yep. To pressure, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole surgery scene. Um, that's one of the most tense thing. Like, look, Saw is a different beast. I love Saw like most people like Fast and Furious and like Nightmare on Elm Street. In fact, Saw and Nightmare on Elm Street have a very similar pattern. Yeah. Where it's like, first one's super serious. Yeah. Okay. Second one, also, we're doing our best to be super serious. Yeah. And then the third one is just we start to get a little bit more lighthearted. And then now we're off. We're yeah. off and running. And every sequel is going to get more ridiculous. But like, I'm having fun every and step. And so Wes Craven's new nightmare. 
Yeah, well, I mean, no, I even, I, I love Wes Craven's Well, I mean, it's not as ridiculous, though, as yeah. the other ones. It tones back a lot of the, the, the uh, silliness. But there is still it, some. There is, but it's, it's, it's the different type of yeah. silliness. Yeah. And it's also silliness as in, like, oh, Miss Langenkamp, I'm going to have to distract you while I force sedate your child because that's fucking legal. Because yeah. the, the script needs them to fall asleep. Like, these sort of things. Like, I feel like that was one of the coolest things that Wes has done because it felt so Wes. And yeah. you could tell he really put his heart and soul in that one. Mm. Um, and just how out of the box it went. But when you start to like dissect the script, there's yeah. this few things like, mm, that's, that's kind of silly, yeah. but I still love it. Well, real quick. <laughs> what'd you guys think of Candy? Did you guys see the Candyman trailer? The I, did, I did not. No, I actually well, started it and I wanted to finish it whenever uh, you got home. So yeah, we haven't watched okay. it yet. Well, it's a spiritual it. sequel apparently to the first one. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. That's what I'm pretty, that's what I'm getting Who's at. behind it? Jordan mm-hmm. Peele. Yeah. See, okay, let me tell you the theory real quick, and then we'll get back on track. So mm. um, we'll get off the tangent bus for, for now. But um, <laughs> This is the, the fourth branch, by the way, this of the, the fifth, tangent. This is the fifth <laughs> branch. This is the fifth yeah. branch, okay. But, um, we answered a half of your first question. I know. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, when you get the title, Master of Horror, uh-huh. you know, like M. Night Shyamalan did, right? Yeah. You know, that's for a- cr- that's one a, movie? Yes, but Jordan Peele got that too yep. for Get Out, right? I, there's a there's an interesting dip if you look at it like look at look at uh, M Night Shyamalan with Sixth Sense and then it goes it, it has a nice peak and then it just goes down or there it actually you know gets worse progress and not progressively but it was just, right about the time of Science yeah so it went you know and by the time Lady in the Water came around that thing was exactly six feet under. exactly but then you look at Jordan Peele he gets the you know the master of horror now like you know that prestigious name like you shouldn't name someone the master of horror for the first film. No. The third film, yes, you can say master of horror, master of suspense, whatever you want to call him, master of. Then he's a master. Yeah, but like I don't. Th- I, I I hope I'm wrong, <coughs> but I don't think anybody has ever gotten the title of master of suspense since Hitchcock. <coughs> I've heard master of horror thrown around. A lot. <coughs> well, yeah, I think. Um, it, but, I, yeah, yeah, but but I feel like here's the here's the best way to think about it, guys. If you ever find yourself being called the master of horror, yeah. um, there there, in my opinion, there are several. There's a master. <coughs> there's no master of horror other than well, fear there's itself. also a king of horror, but that's a different story. Yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, but um, it like in terms. Oh my of god, Jordan we Moore. forgot our book. Uh, oh fuck! No, no. Okay. Oh, okay, what book? To, we have to explain this. Um, one of our favorite books of all time that we've discovered and is now a part of any of our horror sets. Okay, I'm gonna put my finger on top of his water bottle so I can finish this thought, and then this is gonna remind me what the other thought was. Oh, okay. Um, but so for Jordan Peele. Um, I do consider him to be one of the historical masters of horror. That's not a top 10 list. It's not a top 20 list. It's just one of the people who I feel are responsible I, for revolutionizing. I, I don't know. Current I don't know. I hate to get out. I, I hate not get out. I hate it. I didn't see get out. I hate it. Us. I didn't like us personally. I, I think that, um, that's, I where, think it, that us that's just, where it dips. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit last yeah. time. I think that us had the, had the damage of coming out after get out. I feel like if people didn't know who mm-hmm. Jordan Peele was other than Key and Peele, yeah. and if they didn't hear him being called a master of horror or hear him, mm-hmm. you know, all, with all his praise, and they just watched us, yeah. they would have a fun time with a decent slasher film that had some great visuals, yeah. some pretty cool symbolism, and a cool soundtrack. And that's, yeah, it's, it's that's definitely smarter than what your average is. slasher okay. film. Yeah, but Get Out is a complete, you know, masterclass in writing, yeah. in my opinion. It is a very, very fucking smart script. It won the Oscar, deserved 
favorably. I'm not huge on the Oscars and, and the Academy and all that I have, stuff, I have another theory I'll tell you guys, but I want you to tell your we thing first. On this one, but yeah, yeah. all right, so I'm going to let go of the water bottle okay. here, and then we're going to talk about the book that we wanted to bring and why we bought it. Was so I, I supposed to sign it? To him. <laughs> no, uh, it's just it's something we needed to show you. Someone's going to sign it. it. I'm going to get that person to sign it one way or another. <laughs> but. Yeah, so I was kind of browsing around <laughs> on... Uh, on Amazon for, yeah. for different pieces for our, our first set of one of the YouTube shows yeah. we're currently working on called How to Horror. Yeah, yeah. And then I stumble across one of the most brilliant books of all time that I knew immediately we had to pick up. And it's about ghost hunting. Oh. Um, the specific title is Ghost Hunting for Dummies. Oh, my God. That's great. And written by, written by Zach Baggins himself. <laughs> Oh my God! He's on the cover. His little thing that, sh- that that it's the same color and cartoon design yeah. as Penguin Books, but it's his face. <laughs> it's Zach Baggins' face. I've got his. I used to love Zach approval. Baggins, but like he just went like full caricature. Oh, after. he is. Yeah. That's, what That's makes- why I love yeah. him. And, I, and what's great is you look at the book. I'm it's, Zach Baggins. <laughs> it's the classic. Uh, you know, book for dummies yeah. picture thing. But then there's like the little photo of like a haunted house. That's not a really great photo. And then like a fucking barely shitty a Photoshop yeah. cutout of Zach Baggins over the entire thing. It is. It's, it looks so bad. It is something that you would swear is a prop for a satire ghost film. Yeah. Oh, or or just a is, joke. It, it's real. Yeah. It is it, real. Yeah. And, and for a while we questioned like, did Zach Baggins really freaking write this? There's no way. This is so cheesy. Ever, it's somebody making fun of Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins it. wrote that damn book. He wrote it. We opened it. We read from it. Yeah. Just We entertained ourselves <laughs> for hours just reading from that now, book. Now, do you know about his portal the hell movie that he was making that like they stopped ma- filming i yeah okay yeah i've heard some of that right. that was shortly after demon house right uh, it was, was demon gonna... house i think it, oh it was so, that's I think, what it... i think it was i i didn't know the name i forgot the name of it so i think it, i think that is the name of it I, I, okay so so here's here's my thoughts on demon house and, I, and i'll out myself here like yeah. i do believe in ghosts and stuff like that and yeah. i do love learning about paranormal and shit like that i don't believe that everything is is you know i don't but, go but, through but, the haunted but, mansion but, but, but now but now according to the words of zach baggage you got to keep an open mind yes. ghosts may not be real <laughs> that was, um, that's exactly the way yeah, he put it in was, the book that was like rule number five on the chapter uh labeled like safety precautions like remember don't make, <laughs> don't don't jump to conclusions because there's a small chance that this anomaly might not be a ghost. That's and a really like, good oh, Zach Baggins. <laughs> oh, thank you. You. You, have a, you have the finger on the pulse of a lot of good. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> when I was a child, my household was haunted by ghosts. You know, when I was at Michigan University, I saw a ghost at the foot of my bed. And now me, oh alone my God. by myself, with my team of five, go into these creepy locations. I like the one that was three, but that's besides mm-hmm. the point. Yeah. But but also, my I do love the one that he fucks with all the time, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> but oh, but, but it was too. so great reading that book and having chapters on make sure you don't go into a room alone and take your take the job seriously. And we're like, oh, like you did with Aaron. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you constantly like don't ever. Yeah. yeah. Don't you ever. Should, you should go to the Zach Baggins uh, the museum and see. We have. We love it. Yeah. I, I, I was, was saying you should find him if he co- yeah. shows up and be like, hey. I don't get this book, okay? You say now go in a room alone and you're fucking with Aaron. Because here's the thing, Zach. If also sign this. Yeah, yeah. Zach, if you're listening uh, to this point, thank you. And also, um, I want you to know, I do legitimately love you. Yeah. I, I, I make fun of you because I love you. Yeah. Because I, I know that he is genuine. I don't think that he's the 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 uh, you know the money in the hat trickster yeah. that everybody thinks. He, I think he does have a passion for this stuff. Yeah. yeah. But also, do I believe that mind. he's been forced to smudge a few things despite yeah. him wanting to? 
That is a huge possibility that I will not go on record. Is he still wearing the glasses? Yes, he is because a ghost blinded him, John. I didn't know that actually. I'm sorry. How dare you? Yeah, he got haunted so hard that it fucked his vision up for life. Oh shit! And like, here's the thing: I believe that I believe that he believes. I believe that he's not making this up. It, it's kind of funny because I'm okay, like, the so glasses really sentence. don't fit him. Yeah. Those glasses don't, as, so, as much as I want to say, it doesn't, those glasses are too so, big for him. So here's the thing. I don't believe a ghost haunted him yeah. until he went blind. But I 100% believe that he believes that a ghost haunted him <laughs> until I he went blind. I think it's possible. I think that he was fucking around the demon house and you could see it. He's yeah. like doing his, he goes back to OG Zach. He's yeah. screaming at the ghost. He's like, you go fucking get me. Yeah. And, and. It, the ghost gets him. <laughs> hey, hey. He, he gets his to ass. quote Ray Parker Jr., he ain't afraid of no ghost. And he's just like, oh, shit, my eye. And then it, I'm like, okay, something fell in his eye. And it's just the next scene. He's like, I found out that I am now partially blind in my right eye, forcing me to wear glasses for the rest of my life. <laughs> Goddamn, Zach! The fucking... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, Zach, keep doing what we're doing. Thank you for being uh, entertaining. Thank you for hell. thirty plus seasons, probably of yes, Ghost. Thirty event. plus. Yeah. I have no idea. Man, I gotta catch up. And for the people that's... who talk shit on Zach, how many seasons does your show have? All right, you have yeah. thirty plus Ghost Hunting seasons. I don't think so. Sit down. I don't even. I'm, I'm just saying it's thirty. I don't even know if it's fucking it's thirty. Most likely, it's like probably. 40. Yeah. I don't know. It's, he's been doing it for a long <laughs> ass time. Now he's just doing a new one called like Haunted Possessions. Okay. Where he pretty much just hangs out in the museum and oh. like brings it's like people inside. Star. And so, yeah, yeah, but like it's it's cool because it's a really cool museum. Yeah. Like, again, we joke, but, like, it's a cool fucking museum. Yeah. You should definitely go. Right. There's some rooms that are a little bit much yeah. because yeah. He, he collects supernatural stuff, yeah. but he also collects real crime stuff. Yeah. And there's, like, one or two rooms that's like, mm, I could have gone without seeing yeah. that. He's, he's like the modern-day Warrens. Yeah, kind of, where, I mean, right. they were a little bit more. Depends on what ghost hunting circles you ask. Yeah. But, 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 but also, let's keep in mind that this is one thing. When, whenever we mention Zach Baggins and, you know, what he might and Is might he related not to fabricate. Frodo Baggins, though? You know, I was no. just about to correct all of us. I think it is Zach Baggins. But Zach I Baggins always say Zach Baggins be, because Everyone says Baggins, I think. Yeah, but I mean, but, you know, if it's Baggins, I'm sorry, Zach. But, but yeah, uh, but whenever when we talk about, yeah. is he showing it up for the camera a little bit? There's a part of me that believes... Uh, <coughs> He's, he's genuine. He loves this shit. Yeah. But also at the same time, one of his main inspirations in life yeah. is Barnum and Bailey's. Yeah, P.T. Barnum more specifically. He, he idolizes him. And, um, you know, I, I, P.T., from what I've read that he's wrote and things like that, you know, mm -hmm. was he, perfect man? No. But I do uh, I do <laughs> like his... Uh, <laughs> perfect man? No. no. During that time period, find me one. I'll be impressed. But... <laughs> Um, I, I do admire uh, one thing he said. I'm going to fuck up the quote, but he sounds something like, you know, everybody looks at the truth. Yeah. If I make the truth interesting just to entertain someone, where's the harm in that? And that's why he's a carny. Yeah, he's a carny. He, yeah. he, he is. He invented the carny. Yeah. You know, and um, la carny. Yeah, exactly. And for all those who are trying to twist those words into something bad, yes, you can make that sentence into a very, very bad thing. Yeah. But you know, the way he meant it was like, I'm just gonna get this fucking weird ass skeleton and like strap a monkey to it that was already dead. Yeah. Look, it's a mermaid. You get to go live your life thinking the mermaids are real now. Yeah. But wait, you know, they aren't. No. Don't tell my girlfriend. She okay. loves mermaids. I won't. Yeah. I had to go through this with jackalopes. Yeah, no, <laughs> jackalopes. I, 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 yeah, I was jackalopes. there. I was there. I was there when he learned that jackalopes weren't real, and it broke his heart. It 
wasn't good because I'm sorry. you know I I grew up in Texas and they're everywhere and I was just like I've never seen one hopping around yeah, yeah. but I mean this is a cute little bunny thing it has antlers and you know that's like a rabbit and a deer and yeah. down in Texas we shoot both of those so maybe these assholes just killed them all and I even up to the point where when I was moving to Vegas I even remember thinking like yeah you're moving to the desert I might get to see a jackalope in this state and then I found out um, actually it was funny someone posted on Facebook a meme of someone being like. Um, I just found out jackalopes aren't real. I can't believe this. And the comment was like, I'm so sorry you had to find out this way. And then here I am having to find out this way <laughs> through, by through, reading that. Yeah. And I, I sent it to Brendan and uh, and Jess. Yeah. He was like, look at these jokers. And they were like, Niall. <laughs> <laughs> now we love you, but shh, stop it. <laughs> he just wants to dream, and that's okay. I want these things to all right, so, all right, all right. So, 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 John, what was your first question? All right, we're on a uh, podcast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I believe what is the positives of the independent film community? Yeah, what, what are the strengths of this film community out here in yeah, Vegas? Yeah, what are the yeah. strengths? So. You said locations and shooting locations, mm. right? That yeah, the, the, the east. From, just to remind Jesus. everyone, because we went probably oh 20 God. minutes into like a whole five layer. Oh, 20 minutes? Are you being, that was being nice? immediate. <laughs> like, like, that was faster than last time. We at least did some housekeeping last yeah, time well, before we yeah. got into well, it. But. You know, we don't need the housekeeping. <laughs> this is just the second part of the that's, thing, that's I think. That's true, that's true. So... <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, the locations, pricing yeah. for locations, and mm-hmm. also, um, I don't know if a lot of people know this about Vegas. Yeah, we live in the middle of desert, but we're surrounded by every biome. It's like living yeah. in Minecraft. All you yeah. got to do is drive 40 <laughs> minutes in one direction. Wonderful. You will uh, find a new biome. Wonderful example, by the way. Yeah, it, it, like, <laughs> or analogy, sorry. Because yeah. when you're uh, when I first moved here, I noticed that there was like this snowy mountain. Yeah. Charleston. That just yeah. peeks out of me now. And I, I loved it. I was so sad during the summer when I went away. But it's like but it's so beautiful during the summer too. It is, yeah, it's a beautiful forest. Yeah. It looks like you're in Colorado. We yeah. went up there um, during the summer because we found out that it would be like forty some degrees whenever yeah. it was 110 every day. So like, yeah, of course we're going to Mount Charleston yeah. for today's uh, you know daily vlog thing. And I was blown away. It looks mm. like Colorado. Yeah. There's the, like you know there's evergreen trees everywhere and pine trees and shit. Yeah, and <clears throat> it looks nothing like a desert. Mm. <laughs> like it's even like a smooth transition from the drive up. To yeah, the it is. You know you're right. I never really thought about and that. And then you just you blink <laughs> yeah, and you're like, really where am I? <laughs> uh, it's 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 terrible though because you like you hope like. Your mom doesn't call you because like hey how's it going? And then she gets worried because there's no service in Mount Charleston. Mm-hmm. Like. Look, I hope no one's calling me. I hope no one's like calling the cops now, looking for me and shit like that. Yeah, which also at the same time, if I'm go- if I'm going out there to do a film shit, what yeah. are you calling me for anyways? I'm busy. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> I'm just gonna war- I'm gonna put it on Facebook and make letters. Going about Charleston, don't bug don't bug me. Yeah, if you do, I will not answer. Yeah. They just call just in time if you like scream because you hear a bear. Like, oh my god, that reminded me of uh, one of the. <laughs> um, if you go on another fucking tangent, yeah, no, it's, I swear it's, to god. it's a small story. It's gonna happen. No, 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 no. Your small stories are like thirty minutes. Okay, I, I, all right. So spark here's, notes. Spark notes. Okay, here's what happened. Um, me and my uncle. I won't explain why. Yeah. You asked not to. We would let out frustration in the car by just screaming at the top of our lungs. I think a lot driving. of people do that. Yeah. So. We were doing that one day, and we accidentally butt-dialed my grandma. Okay. And <laughs> so so she she answers the phone yeah. and just hears us screaming, like oh, like yeah. screaming bloody murder. And How'd you butt-dial your grandma that way? Like, I don't know, uh, because I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened. All I remember is, like, we stopped, yeah. and, like, we were laughing about it, and we just hear her crying over the phone. Because she's thinking, it's like the scene in Star Wars yeah. when, three, when they're all celebrating, and 3PO's like, oh, God, I've killed them all. <laughs> like, no, she just thought that she heard us get into a horrible car wreck. <laughs> we're like, no, 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 I'm so sorry. We were yeah. just screaming. Like, why were you screaming? 
thing. Because it's just something we do. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's the last tangent he has until we answer question yeah, one. Yeah, so question one. Um, <laughs> my, my say, you, you, locations is a good thing, but I would say is the uh, tenacity. Yeah. And that's something that I feel um, like is going to be the deciding factor of when you lose that. Yeah. Because right now, you know, when you're starting off in this version of the industry, mm -hmm. You, you have that hunger and you have that drive yeah. because you know no one's going to hand shit to you. You yeah. have to do it yourself. You have to take control mm -hmm. and you have to be the one to not only make your dreams come true, uh, but you making the dreams come true for other people mm -hmm. well. Now, do I think that that would go away if there was more of a um, combined independent community? I don't think so. I think yeah. for those who really have the passion and the drive for it, it'll just turn into a different type of... Funny you, fun you mentioned that because I feel like from what I've experienced, just, I mean, again, I haven't done a lot of stuff, but I've done stuff and I've talked to people. It feels like there's a high and low about that where the tenacity happens and then it's like, and yeah. then we have the tenacity again. And then, then we have yeah, the it's, it's called it, production and post-production. Yeah. Even the tenacity of post-production can be <laughs> something, but then again, it goes back to, we'll, we'll get into the next part of the yeah, weaknesses, but. Yeah, Cause I mean, it's, it's a different thing of yeah. if, any any professional artist in any artistic endeavor is going to tell you yeah. that if you rely on passion, you're never going to make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, remember, it's uh, I don't think I, I don't know if I said this in the last podcast, but it's not show art; it's show business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because it's it's not the passion will help you when it comes, but it's dry. It's that dedication yeah. and uh, that discipline. Yeah. That's going to make it a career. Yeah. Yeah. Working on passion whenever you whenever it strikes like that is creativity, but working on your passion whenever you really don't want to that's discipline, and that's something that you know we've even had to go through and kind of teach ourselves because it's it's easy to believe that like well I haven't been struck you know yeah. I haven't been touched by the the gods of writing themselves yeah. and I don't know what to write so I'm just not going to do it, but. If you know you have a script that you have to get done by a certain point, you need to sit down at your computer and just type a sentence. Yeah. Look at that sentence. Do you like that sentence? If you don't, change it. Yeah. If you like it, write another one, and then just see where that goes. Yeah. And that's really the only way that I've seen to push past it is just put something down. Just, yeah. just write something. Because if you're a writer and you put something down that you don't like, yeah. your brain is going to go nuts. It's going to say, I hate this. Let I need me, to change it. Let me ask you guys <laughs> this question, too, because I get distracted on the computer all the time, you know, yeah. from like Facebook to YouTube, to Twitter, anything, any of that nature. Do you find it easier to go, let me sit down in a quiet room, have a pen and paper, and write it that way, and then kind of transcribe in a sense? All or, right, or, 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 John, let me go ahead and tell you how much uh, that, that particular thing affects us. We ended up buying a house yeah. specifically around the idea that we needed an extra bedroom to become our work office. Okay. So that way, when we walk into that office, it is work. I'm going to double on that to yeah. let you know how serious we are. That office has cubicles. Wow. Yeah. And it, <laughs> that and, is serious. And if you go in there and you play a video game, Get out. You get the fuck out. We do that okay. in other parts of the house. All right, okay. This here, <laughs> wow. This is, for, this is for fun. We've made exceptions. Yeah. Like whenever it was my job to go through all the audio of, of uh, the short film because yeah. there were mistakes that were made. It was yeah. our first short film and we didn't clap as much as we needed to. So I had to go individually mm -hmm. listen and see where the best takes are and stuff like that. And while I'm doing that, I played some Battlefront in the background yeah. shit like that yeah. with it on mute just so I can pay attention yeah. and rename what I need to. But whenever it comes to like editing and writing and mm -hmm. stuff like that. 
That's just it's a pure yeah. workspace. So, so, okay. so, so, so we had, we had to end up having a specific room that is for that dedicated person. And when you walk into that door, yeah. it changes your mindset because you know why you're in that room. I like yeah. it. And then and that's how we were able to get around it because a lot of the times, like when we had our old apartment, yeah, um, it was very difficult to get into work mode because yeah. we were trying to do work in the same place we were doing our play. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense because I I find that I mean like I live in a two bedroom live with mm-hmm. someone. I mean, I buy a TV in the living room. Mm. I'm also by a computer and a TV in my bedroom. So it's hard for me to concentrate sometimes. You know what I mean? So that's what, I mean, that's interesting. I, I wish I had that uh, availability in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I literally, at one location back when I was just doing writing, yeah. um, I would, I, I had a tiny, like almost like a walk-in closet, but just enough room to where yeah. I could put like a bean bag in the closet okay. and then sit there with my laptop and write. Gotcha. Where the, the, I would set it up that way. And then, cause I, I've, I've always had that mentality for mm. a while, especially since there was a period of time I got paid to be a writer. Yeah. So I, I, I always knew that's kind of how I worked. Yeah. And that's the way I got around it is okay. I would find some place that is separated from the place that I play. Like yeah. I cannot work in the place that I, I cannot work in the place mm. that I play because there's too many distractions and I'm used to that space being my relaxing place. Did you have place. the internet off? Um, sometimes no, but it was just being in that space, gotcha. which is what allowed me to separate. Okay. Yeah. We definitely had to work hard to find um, like little mind hacks yeah. that would allow that like path to be opened up. Like obviously we didn't need that path to be opened up because you could work past it, but it's best to make it easier on yourself. And uh, I, yeah, I don't know if you've heard like uh, my therapist uh, a while back, she said that how she, she kind of lives her entire life like that. Okay. Where like the bed is only for sleeping and sex. The chairs for only, uh, the chair in like the living room is only for sex um, and reading and sex. <laughs> no, no, it's only for, for reading, yeah. um, and lounging. And then yeah. the couch is for TV and sex. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you, if you cut these things up and yeah. give them all one purpose, then your brain, uh, is trained to ease you into that purpose. Fascinating. You get into that. that it, it's, it, that's it's, very fascinating. It, it's, it, it's the same reason why, um, you will str- a lot of people struggle working out at home, yeah. but as soon as they go to the gym, they're able to do it without distraction. Yeah. It's because you walk into a gym, your mind resets its purpose. Yeah. You walk in at home where you play, it's a little bit harder. Mm. And there's also, you know, you go to the gym and you have the thought, right? Yeah. Like, fuck this, I want to go home. Then you think, well, I just spent about maybe like 250 in gas yeah. on the way over here. All right. I already got up. Yeah. I, I, I'm already awake. I've already, uh, you know, put on the workout clothes and now I'm in here and everyone's looking at me. So mm-hmm. if I just turn around, they're going to know. So, you know, I might as well. Whereas at home, it's like, I got, you know, I got a Red Dead Redemption 2 in the other room. I yeah. just go do that. I was actually playing that funny enough. It's a great game. It's a great game. I'm restarting from scratch, by the way. I'm going to do that eventually. It took me years. Uh, uh, like, I think exactly one year from the time that Stop. I saw it to no want to play it. <laughs> no, no, no tangent. It was quick. It was quick, but yeah. good on y'all. Shorthand. Shorthand. We're shorthanding your vocabulary. <laughs> Gameplay good. It was fun. That was all about. Okay. Very good. So, all right. Going back to the house, you have you have a cubicle. Now does that place have no cell phone service too? Did you find the Did you find the house where that one room? We don't have the block yet. That, okay. that no. knocks out the. Oh, the cell gonna, are you guys gonna get that? Oh God, no, no, and, it's illegal. And, and, but we, and also, <laughs> we so we far, we, we haven't had to go that far. Like we can still mm-hmm. have internet because because a lot of the times, um, like when I'm doing music production stuff, I like being able to be have access to yeah. the internet in order to find certain yeah. things. Like maybe I'm trying to write a song in a certain key, so I need to. In order to get an inspiration of how maybe I want that progression yeah. to go, I'm going to go find other songs in yeah. that key, and I need internet for that. 
but it's it's just having the separation of if I'm in this space, it's work time. Gotcha. And so what else is the strength in this community? Talk about talk about tenacity. Talk about kind of how that is actually a positive and negative in a sense because of the tenacity of how it is. So what else? Is there anything else? Creative it, freedom. Creative freedom. Yeah, because if you want to as I mean, an example, are we comparing this to Hollywood or other indie cities? No, no, no. This is more a comparison of what you see in Vegas personally through your eyes. I mean, you can compare it to Hollywood if you want to. Yeah. You can that's where the creative freedom thing is going. Yeah. Comparing to Hollywood. Cause like you, um, um, if you are truly doing it independently, yeah. then there's not really anybody that's telling you no. Yeah. I mean, if you are raising the money yourself, then you're in full control. Yeah. Now, if it's something where like someone's raised the money for you yeah. and then they give you these stipulations is a little different. But um, for the most part, independent film, that's how you get things like Daniel Radcliffe has guns strapped to his hands yeah. and um, you know, Jojo rabbit and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, would be a pretty hard sell for someone to say yes, unless you're like, well, I'm just already doing it though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, that I, that concept right there, I feel is what is going to save, um, what, what could potentially save the theater industry. Actually, okay. Cause I feel like the theater industry is dying. Yeah. Well, yes. Um, and it's because we only have these very few select films and they're yeah. what's Hollywood's going out there. Because if you try and get your independent film into a theater, they're going to look at what you're going to be paying them yeah. and how much money it's going to potentially getting back. And then they're going to look at how much, you know, Disney's paying them and how much money that yeah. Avengers is going to turn in. And they'd be like, no, that's their screen. Fuck off. No. Um, but if they started to, if, if there was some way in a perfect world, yeah. if half of the screens in a theater had to be independent films, yeah, I feel like that could really 180 the theater industry because they're going to be new and exciting films that you cannot predict. They mm-hmm. don't follow the same formulas because people are starting to realize that yeah. like we're already recognizing these patterns in film. Well, there we are there are shit. there are uh, theaters out here that sorry to cut you yeah, off. Some are not theaters. There are some uh, Summerlin uh, Summerlin one in Fort Apache and Sahara that has some some indie films as well. Um, there, I think Colonnade does as well in Henderson um, on Eastern. Um, I don't know what else. I can't think of all the time. I, I think. And, and, and also speaking of that, I, I think that's another strength. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually not think. I, I know it's a big strength of Las Vegas mm-hmm. of, of a city is this city is so freaking diverse yeah. in general when it comes. And it's also one of the entertainment capitals of the world. We mm-hmm. have access to virtually everything. Yeah. To all kinds of shit. That's going to be great for films. Like you, you head outside of the strip. You're now, you, you can go to a suburban neighborhood. You can head a little bit down the way. Yeah. You can be in a ghetto neighborhood. And, and also there's, there's tons of stages. There's tons of theaters. There's a huge art community that's mm-hmm. out here. Um, but all those art communities are serving, are kind of having the same problem, but certain art communities are starting to gather together mm-hmm. and have that, that push, which is allowing them to uh, have a huge growth. I, I think also, Kind of a counterpoint, I guess, too, in your in your regard about the whole like going outside of the strip. I love that idea. I think that's what actually gets us to the next level. I kind of bearing the lead. Oh, completely. I think, in that because in that you, regard, yeah. Because if but, you're an indie filmmaker, you yeah. ain't filming on the strip. Yeah, no, and also you ain't. But, 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 but the, the problem too with that as well is you know people ha- want the strip in the background. People want to have that yeah. party lifestyle and those party movies, or you know, I mean, as much as we talk about horror and how much we enjoy horror films, a horror film, I don't think personally is going to get. Vegas to the next level. I think more of if you look at if you look at something like Moonlight, if you look at something like you know uh, something more drama, more story driven in the sense is going to get Vegas to that next level. First, that's my yeah. personal opinion. I, I, but I, I think on a filmmaking level, the fact that you can live in one city because one of the struggles that yeah. that some indie indie filmers uh, indie filmmakers go mm. is if their location doesn't have a lot of loca- of 
yeah. locations where they can film or have a diversity, there's only so many stories that they can tell. Mm-hmm. But in Las Vegas, there's virtually every yeah. type of atmosphere that you can want in order to tell whatever story you want, yeah. which allows you to stay local and make the type of films that you want mm-hmm. without having to have to go to all these different places, <clears throat> save up money yeah. to go travel in order to get this type of location yeah. because it's all here. The only one that's not here is big city feel. Yeah. 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 That's the only one. Everything else is here. Yeah, we, like, we, we don't quite have a New York. Like, yeah. like feudal Japan would be hard well, to do out that, here, but um, well, no, if you, if you can get somehow go to the, the, that new uh, hotel that's popping up, the world, the world, or whatever it's called, the world, um, the one that's like the Epcot of fucking. Uh, uh, that big red one? That yeah, I think. You know what's funny about that? Um, uh, a buddy of mine came out here uh, for that pirate short. Yeah. And I found out that he's never seen the Hangover movies. Oh, really? And uh, I, I like those. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously they're not, you know, master classes of, of filmmaking, We're but they're, 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 they're fun classes. as hell. They, I, they are master classes. They are master classes. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Todd Phillips, I'm, I apologize. Good job on Joker. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I have fun with all three of them. I don't think it's one of those, you know, first one's the only good that, one thing. That's but. The, no, I, I, I disagree with you. I think it progressively got worse. I, well, but, you know, no, you're no, actually, right. You're but right. two, no, two is actually decent if you, like, look at it from a different perspective. Right there. But, like, three is just like, what the fuck? It's like sc- watching Scream 3. Which, again, it, like, so I'm very big on watch for the right reason. Yeah. If you know what you're going to get out of it, you're going to have a much better experience. If you yeah. watch The Hangover 1, it's like, this is a really yeah. well-written, good comedy film. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. The second one, here's an alternate universe of that same well-written, good same comedy Same shit happens, version. but we're in Thailand now. But different, but different, different circums- jokes, but still. And different circumstances, too. Exactly, but, but they're the, still funny. But the know? third one is so far out there in the sense of, like, what? Like, okay, wait, huh? Wait. That's why I like it. It's a new experience. I, I, I don't and know. And John Goodman. I mean, yes. And also, John- I like the characters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The characters are good, but this, at the same time, it's just a lot of re. I felt like a lot of rehashing in a weird way, but also like it kind of just like said it. Set, it didn't set up the story part of the third one at all in the first or second one. Nope. No. So it didn't really. I didn't feel like a finished, uh, finished piece. That's why it felt far fetched for me. And that's mm-hmm. why I compared it to Scream Three, where Scream Three comes out of nowhere with Roman being the killer. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story from a whole other podcast. Yeah. Wait, which uh, which scream had Jane Silent Bob in it? Three, three. Yeah, that one's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, it's, I, I just love Jane Silent Bob. Did you see the reboot, yeah. by the way? Hi, no, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane Bob reboot. Yeah. Oh yeah, we saw the double feature down at the palace. Oh yeah, the I, I just bought it actually on uh, at Target. It was buy two get one free, basically. Really? Yeah, yeah it's super good. It was about two weeks ago. Before we most uh, Kevin Smith movie I've ever seen. And I love it to death because of that. It's super good. Dogma. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, I completely recognize that he may not make like the best stories on mm-hmm. a technical level. Yeah. But I love them anyways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and no, I don't mean Scream 3 is my favorite Scream, but I love the fact that Jay and Silent Bob are in there, and the yeah. fact that they're in there tells you what you're getting into anyways. And what's funny, 4 is actually my favorite Scream. Not because of of how, like, you know, on paper good it is, yeah. but that is the first one I saw in theaters. Yeah. And that one, uh, seeing that that was coming out, that actually prompted me to go back and uh, it, watch it is good. the other now, ones. I haven't seen it in a long time. I do want to watch it again. I just read the plot on Wikipedia again, yeah. and, and it's so interesting. But uh, also, too... Even Scream the Show, if you really like the MTV yeah, show, was the, really good. Yeah, I saw good. the first season. I didn't see the second one, but the first one was actually pretty fun. Yeah, but you know what sucks is that they changed the whole third season around. So Did they? Yeah, so like the second season ends with the second season, and then it's a whole new cast of characters in the third season, but Ghostface comes back, apparently. I haven't seen the third season Wait, yet. like actual Ghostface? Because they had, they had a new, cool, like, hip redesigned yeah, face. Yeah, it's a different. So that whole storyline gets kind of resolved in the second uh-huh. season, but technically I think from a... End po- if I, remember, I haven't seen it in a long time. It's been like two years, so bear with. Um, 
if I remember correctly, at the end of the second season, I'm spoiling this a little bit, it doesn't resolve an issue where it kind of left you at a hang, like, you know, cliffhanger, where it's mm. like, oh, shit, season three will be interesting. And then they're supposed to film the season three, I think, at one time, and then they just changed it completely with a, another cast of characters. So they just let that open? And yeah, they, they left it open. Thing. And I'm like, fuck this. And I'm going to guess that audiences weren't super stoked about that? I, I don't remember. You know what? I haven't. It's been a long time since I actually, like, was reading about it, so I can't. I don't want to. Uh, put words in anything yeah. in mouth. Yeah, so, well, I mean that. I, I, one thing I can say for sure is yeah. season one of Scream the Show was vastly better than yes. I thought it was going to be. I agree. I I tried it because like I like Scream. I'm a mm-hmm. fan of the series. I want to see where they're going with this. I'll watch one episode, and then after that, I'm like, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This you binge watch like the rest of the season. Yes. Like, oh okay. Yep. And then yeah. at the end of it, I was like, well, fuck. Now I have to go to my friends and say, hey, MTV's Scream the Show was good. And then <laughs> that's have them, that's and, how I felt, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and have them not believe me. <laughs> so MTV's the, uh, Scream the TV Show is yeah. another positive about Las Vegas film community. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Because hey, there's locations, yeah. and they have freedoms. And, <laughs> and they're young, yeah. and they're just, like, so jovial. Yeah, and plus, I feel like if you if you're in the indie market out here, anyways, you've got to be fucking young and tenacious. Yeah, because there's not a whole lot of groups out here that are out there to help you build your career. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they're 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 out there. If, if there needs to be a place that cares more about, but I think we're leaking idea. into question two at this and, point. Okay. Well, are we, you want to talk about the weaknesses, or you want to go? Yeah, let's talk about the weaknesses yeah. then. Let's talk about. Let me ask okay. you this question first mm-hmm. before we go into the deep dive of the weaknesses because I feel like there's me a lot. I'm looking at you guys and you're like, "All right, fucking talk about this shit." <laughs> but do you feel that Vegas in the community is fractured, splintered? There's uh, cliques. There's you know just that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, I like. Wow. Well, yeah, I haven't quite had enough experience in order to say that there's cliques. Yeah. But there's absolutely. Um, a fractured community that is ice that has isolated pockets of creativity yeah. where they're all kind of doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that is kind of a problem. And a lot of it, I think um, has to do partially with an ignorance of who else is out there. Yeah. Um, Cause it's more all, than more, more than clickishness. Well, that goes I, into I, the clickishness because in, in my opinion, one of the clicks like the, the, the clicks that I've encountered yeah. in all the places that I've lived in. Yeah, everything has clicks. Just yeah, like, filmmaking has its clicks. And there's the, there's the I've gone through the grind, and so yeah. now I'm kind of better than those who haven't yet yeah. and don't know how to do it. So I'm going to scoff whenever you don't know, you know, how, what the fucking aperture is. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guilty of that because I'm guilty of the click thing. And, you know, and that's why I'm doing this podcast, mm-hmm. too, because I'm now I'm not trying to be clickish or trying to fracture myself from the yeah. community. but. There are people in the community that don't know jack shit about filmmaking and they want to make a film. And I'm like, I ain't going to fucking go work with you and have more headaches than, than fucking like good times. You know what I mean? I, I feel so like I, I, have to, I have to say that. And, and I, I appreciate you saying yeah. that, but my counter with that yeah. would be, that is a question that you need to ask yourself in, in terms of like where you are in, in your career. If yeah. you do not have time on this project to teach someone something, I understand, but there's but also we should always take the opportunity to bring someone with us where we're going, rather I, than gatekeep them out. I agree, but I also at the same time, too, a lot of people are stubborn as fuck. Yeah, you know, give yeah. them a chance. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't become but, their their professor. It, but to, yes, but yeah. also at the same time, a quote I like to say is, "I put enough free into freelance." So I'm I'm kind of like at a point in my life personally where I don't want to do a lot of free things anymore. 
I'll do them here or there. Very, very rare. I don't want to do it, but I just need the, I need the pay. You know, I need the cheddar. Yeah. Well, that's that's different. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get compensated for the work that you're doing for sure. But I'm talking about like the, the mentality of someone who just wrote a script and they want to film it. They have no idea how. And if they, if if they came up to me and they're like, I want to make this movie and I want to make it next week and I want to make it for $150. Like I'm not going to laugh at them and tell them to go fuck themselves and be like, okay, well, you know, that's great that you have this passion. Here's why you're probably not going to make it for $150. Mm -hmm. You know, here's what you're going to want to do. Here's who you're going to want to know. Um, Here are some references so you can go look this up because I don't have the time to teach you personally. Yeah, I I get that. That kind of stuff. And and, and if they get stubborn about it, be like, nah, it's going to find some people. Be like, well, it ain't going to be me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I... I will gladly take my time yeah. and, okay. and point you in the right I've, direction. I've done that. Yeah. I've done yeah. that. So I, I admit to doing that, but mm-hmm. I'm also admitting to the other, the other thing yeah. that I'm saying. Because, because yeah, at the same time, we're, we're, we're all creatives, but we're all yeah. professional creatives. Our time has a value. Yeah. And we has need a value, to value to ourselves and, as well. And even that, there's an article I read um, a long time, about maybe two, three years ago, maybe a little longer too. It talked about the indie film um, community in general. I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys, but it's a cannibalization in itself. Mm-hmm. So you're making these short films for like, dirt cheap or like under a budget and I'm like let's say we're all I'm working on the film with you guys I pay you like let's say I'm paying you $150 like for the whole thing and I'm paying mm-hmm. you $200 whatever you guys are doing that's not gonna suffice and like get you through the next you don't even know when the next fucking shoot is you might mm-hmm. not you might have like it's all maybe small gigs and stuff like that you're not you can't live a full life on that shit and then you exactly. gotta wait for to make the money which is like hard to fucking do as my one friend said and then on top of that too, then you gotta wait for the vicious cycle of it all to repeat. If like the guy sold the film, or I sold the film, and then we go to another film, and we small budget still again. Yeah, and, so, and, and that is the downside of it not being an organized, yeah. an organized piece. It's it's all these independent people that may not have mm-hmm. all the tools in in their belt to get it from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be the problem. Is yeah, they might be able to make that movie, but maybe they don't have the strength in editing, yeah. but they have no one to volunteer it, yeah. so they're gonna get stuck in the editing loop and it's yeah. never gonna get done. And all that work that you did now means nothing. Or they're gonna get to a point to where they edit it, maybe they're strong enough at that, but they don't know yeah. how to sell it or they don't know how to release it. They, yeah. There's no one in their team anymore that's telling them how to do that, so it gets dropped off and your work never gets there, or mm-hmm. it gets sold, or it gets sold in a bad way and it never gets out there. And that's holy just, shit, are you trying to like do the <laughs> micro machine thing? Yeah, yeah a, little, a little bit because it's. Because that's the spiral that happens, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's a lot of that is because there's not an organized force yeah. out there to help direct people through yeah. the next steps. We're we're we're, we're doing our job, mm. and then we're backing away. Yeah, and then it's whatever happens happens. But yeah. that also means all that work that you put into it also never gets to see and, the light of day. And, yeah. I, and I think that also what you're saying too is like what well, I usually say on the show as well. Like I ask questions where it's like you know, there's a lot of people in the film community as well too who like are saying like, we're going to film this thing. And then like, you never, you see like pictures posted like that. Then it's like, when's, when's that going to be released? I, like, I want to see this thing. I want to see it. And then you see a trailer and then you see like, wait four more years and you don't see anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm guilty of this as well. I've, I've been in that, been yeah. in that p- a picture. Yeah, so. It's, it's hard because the, 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 the issue is because we're doing it on such a small yeah. budget and because we have no no backing or, or no guiding lines, making sure yeah. that you're getting it from point a to point B, mm-hmm. it's all on you. And you may not have all the tools in your pocket to get it to point B. Mm-hmm. And that's just sometimes the way it is because you just don't have any direction. You don't yeah. have anyone helping you get that direction. And the only way you're going to learn is through, at least in this community, is through failure. You're going to fail to deliver that. It's going to yeah. suck. But then maybe you end up working on another project and you 
someone shows you that piece and you yeah. go, fuck, that's the thing I could have used, but how would I ever find it otherwise? Yeah. yeah. And Definitely. the thing, the, the question we need to be asking more in this community is the same question we need to be asking in literally every other aspect of life is yeah. like wondering, figuring out why, yeah. why did this fail? Yeah. Why is, is this person where they're at in their career? Mm-hmm. Why do they not know this? Why do they want to know yeah. this? Like we need to be asking these things instead of, you know, like, like my, my, obviously my biggest stick of the mud with mm-hmm. film in general is the, the levels, levels of gatekeeping and um, like superiority complexes yeah. that some people have. And it's just not the way that the art community should be yeah. any sort of art community. And Agreed. I understand like someone could be like, Oh, well that's how it is. If yeah. you want to, you know, do the job, you're going to do the job. Right. Well, like, yeah, but we don't have to be assholes about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I've then, had conversations then, with screen, uh, screenwriters, um, not screenwriters, yeah. but uh, people who review scripts and they make jokes. Like, you know, if they say, um, if I hear someone type the word we in the descriptor line, I look behind me and I see that no one's there. And then I throw the script in the trash and it's like, we, it, yeah. Like if someone says we turn around and we see that, oh. which is a screenwriting mistake, yeah. but one that does not fucking matter to the, yeah, yeah. to the plot at all. Like if you were trying to, if you're stuck up on, on these sort of things, you follow these very, 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 bullshit and annoying screenplay rules if you want to get sold to a studio. If yeah. you want to send your script off, have someone look at, pray that you don't make a single mistake yeah. or have a, uh, you know, a, an ongoing or a running sentence or forget to put a comma somewhere yeah. or have a, um, an orphan, which so, is one word that's a, that's a line of text that's one word because that will take away from the experience. If you're hung up on these things, you don't give a shit about the film community. Yeah. You give a shit about, you know, your own personal yeah. circle. Because you need to be judging scripts on the stories that they tell, nothing else. Like I've always said, if I had the opportunity to judge scripts, I don't care if it's written in crayon. If the story's there, then we need to take that and develop it into something because that's a story that people are going to enjoy. That's what matters. And and, and even even if you don't have- I did that. (laughs) And even if you don't have the time to spend to work with this person and get that script where it is, if you are an experienced individual in in the community- yeah. Take these people and point them in the right direction to where they can find that information yeah. to put to put it where it needs to be, and that's a lot of things that just don't happen. I, I, yeah, I agree. And it's I, hard to hear, I, but that is your responsibility I, as a successful independent filmmaker. And, and I did that. Re- I, I guess I did that recently as someone where they sent me the script and I start reading it, but it was so unorganized or so un not in the proper format that I was like, "Hey, man, can I just you know can I have the regular script because I'd rather read it." Personally, I'd rather mm-hmm. read it that way because if I'm thinking of shots or I'm thinking of like things, I like to write notes and I'd rather just see it in a script format than like the person never sent me the script after that. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, oh, but I mean, oh, that, that, okay. that's, that, that's, that's their decision. It's, yeah. yeah. You, so, but you reached out and you were yeah. like, I'm still interested in this. I was like, hey, but, like, you know, I, I like to read it, but I'd rather read it in a scripting format. Yeah. If that, cool. and, and, and if that person doesn't move forward with it yeah. or, or takes that as an offense. Yeah. Th- that that's when it's okay to say too bad, oh, but but if you're looking at that script and going like this isn't in the right format, fuck this guy. Yeah, you're not doing anything to help the film community. Yeah, True. pride. You need to check your pride on both sides. Yeah. Whenever you've gotten to the point where you feel like you're above it, check your pride. Whenever you feel that you are on the rise, but mm. you don't need other people's help, yeah. check your pride because both of those people working actively is where we brought ourselves to, to be in the film community right now Mm. is there's the people who don't want to take the criticism because they feel like they're already too good. Well, that's also another problem. People can't take criticism in general also. So, I mean, I mean, but a a good, a good, a a professional, anyone that's professional and good at what they do, 
they're only there because they can. Yeah. And that's and, the the thing is like we it, some people are probably saying like, well, you're being hypocritical. This can't be uh, a, a business of, of sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. It's a business. Yes, it can be a business, but this is a this is a business where we spend thousands to millions of dollars yeah. playing make pretend. Yeah, yeah. We can have some fucking fun with it. We could yeah. be fun with each other. We could be friendly. We could be a family yeah. together. This isn't gang wars. We yeah. can, you know, there, there's no one's life is on the line. <laughs> you can help each other out. Unless you, uh, you know, sold your body to the mafia and they give you money, but that's not. That's another. a, uh, you, you fucked up way before <laughs> you started getting in a film when you're in that situation. <laughs> no, to make the film, I had to do that, you know. Okay, well, yeah, I guess so. Well, I, I, I feel like if you're in that situation, it's because you just took the first option that came along. And True. Mm-hmm. Probably oh, yeah. shouldn't have sold yourself to the mafia. Yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, it's controversial. I'm just going to say this. I'm sorry if this gets you in trouble. Don't sell yourself to the mafia yeah. to fund your film. I know that's probably <laughs> yeah. something that. A lot of people want to do. They, but they usually don't have your best interest. No, yeah. no. Especially the yakuza's. I don't know yeah. the guy personally, really but I've don't. seen a lot. I've yeah. heard a lot of shit from yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, interesting. There's okay. five playable documentaries on the PS3, uh, PS4 <laughs> yeah. that you could play. Oh yes, that is true. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I, sleeping dogs too. So, so, so back to weaknesses yeah. on uh, that. So yeah, I mean, hey, that was hey, that was yeah. a tangent that was worth it though. Yeah, okay, no, it was, yeah. because, I see what you're trying to do here yeah. <laughs> because because it, it very much touches yeah. on on what we've been talking about of. Yeah, there's, in the, this is a small indie indie community. Yeah. yeah, we have fractures and stuff like that, but the fact is the gatekeeping is wrong. Yeah, if you're part of an indie market, you are struggling to get to a level to where you you can make a living. Yeah, yeah. you need the support and backing of others that can follow that vision. Yeah, too. yeah definitely. Um, and trying to get there on your own, it's probably not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And if it does, you got very fucking lucky, or you're really, 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 really good. And I'm sorry. Most of you aren't really, really, really good. But you yeah. can be. You can, yeah. You yeah. have the ability to be. Yeah. You just have to learn and be open. And it's but, uh, but, but, like, but, but, but by yourself, there's only so much you can get done. Yeah. That's true. But And then I think also it falls on the the acting pool out here, too. Mm. I mean, I don't, give a, I don't give a shit if I have enemies about who's acting and who's not. I'm not saying names of who's acting. Who's, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I've seen it. Mm. I've seen, like, you know, if you take a pie graph right and you have 100 percent, 10 to 20 percent of the actors that i know are like acting they want to do good they want to you know get to that next level then about the rest of the actors i've seen from facebook all that shit either they don't know how to act they they say they're actors or they're not getting the proper direction i should add that that is the biggest one i was just about to jump into because here's the thing and again this is not going to be an easy thing for some directors to hear yeah. out there. But if you're looking back on one of your short films yeah. and there's a performance that you're just cringing at, yeah. my friend, that is your fault. Yeah. You are the director on that. I don't care how many takes it takes. It is possible to get a good performance out of that person unless you really fucked up with casting. Yeah. But there is no excuse for a bad performance. If there's yeah. a director on set, it is their job to direct if they can get a good performance. Then, out. I'm not saying everything no. I've ever done was perfect, but then, I recognize where I could have done well, Let better. me ask you this. What makes a good director for someone? Because everyone can say they're a director. I'm, I mean, I never directed, but I would love to try it to give it a mm-hmm. shot. But like, what will make a good director... Like and then what's the critique in the sense or is it critique? But like what's the yeah? What is the critique in the sense of like knowing what good acting is too? I mean that's that. I mean it's kind of like a yeah. push pull yeah. like you know type of thing. Well, I can answer those. Um, yeah. So what 
The biggest thing that I would tell someone when they're going into directing is yeah. you are not an office boss. Your word is not just end all be all. That is the law. You need to be open to suggestion because you have a lot of things going on. Yeah. And there are people on set who have brains and yeah. people with brains have ideas and you need to listen to them. You need to be open with them. Mm. Whenever you're giving a, perf uh, a performance notes and you're tweaking something, you need to know how to say it in a way that gets through to them yeah. individually, not just blanket statement of things. You need to get to know this person. Yeah. You need to figure out what makes them tick and you need to know what you can say to get a right reaction. Reverse out of them. psychology. In a way, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, in um, general, not even reverse psychology, psychology. Oh, yeah, okay. Because that, that's, that's 100% what directing, is, at, yeah. least, at least a good director and what they can pull up. Yeah. Because what you're, what you're acting of an actor mm -hmm. on, and what an actor does is purely psychological. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it has to be. Their, their, their art form is becoming someone that they're not yeah. and making it believable. And that takes pure psychology, understanding of it, getting into the mind of that character, mm -hmm. And being able to pull it off and make it believable. Yeah. As a director, your job is to understand that actor, their personality, who they are, yeah. and how to communicate to them in order to communicate your vision of mm. that character to them to get that performance. Yeah. And if you aren't playing that on a psychological or level, if you aren't trying to communicate that on their level, yeah. then they're not going to get it. If I have things my my way, odds are I've already casted someone who can already relate to the character that I've written, yeah. so they have some well to tap into. Yeah. And there's been many times where I pulled someone off a set to talk to them one on one yeah. and be like, "So, you know, what does this scene remind you of in your real life?" Like, and we would explore yeah. that and explore the type of emotions that they felt during those things. And if they haven't seen anything like that, then you can give them examples. You brought up scenarios. You brought sorry to cut you off, also, but you brought up an interesting. You said something interesting. You said you have a person in mind already. Yeah. Now, going back to the whole click and the sense of fractured, a lot of people work with the same people. And I think mm -hmm. that's a hindrance and a weakness in Vegas as well. Because honestly, like, you know, you know, we'd want to work together maybe all the time, but I know for a fact to grow as a person, to grow you need, even you need as to an actor. Yeah, yeah, to go yeah. with other people. Well, that, that, that's what the casting process is yeah. for. Mm -hmm. if, if you're just having them read a couple of lines and then go away, you're not casting right. Yeah. You need to understand who this person is. What are their experiences? What do they have in common mm -hmm. with this character? Like because, if I'm writing about a cop, I'm yeah. going to want to, I'm looking for someone who has either, you know, grown up with someone who was a cop yeah. or is very interested in police work or, or oh, that's wants what you, to that's be. What that's yeah. what I meant. Okay, yeah. Okay. I want them to already have some sort of connection that yeah, they yeah. don't know that they have yet. Um, but like, you know, directing blind yeah. is what I call whenever there is, there is none of that connection. Mm. This person's a new actor. They have the passion for it, but they don't know what to do yet. Yeah, yeah. Then that takes a little bit more time and patience. And I've done that more often than I've done the other. Yeah. And it's, it's tiny things. Like, uh, I was filming a short for, um, uh, for my group at work. Yeah. And this, uh, there was this shot where these two characters had to be really close to each other. Mm. And it was a comedy thing, but they both had to be straight faced. Yeah. And one of them was having a really hard time with like, you know, they had the giggles. Was this close talkers and, uh, too or something? It was not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of an art piece. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she kept laughing. And so I, I, you know, said cut and I was like, all right, everyone, uh, just take a couple minutes. And then I started looking at my phone and I was near her and I was like, quick, just off the top of your head, uh, I need some help with something. What is um, 256 times two divided by three? And then she just completely stopped. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, I just need some help with that. And she like thought about it for a little bit. She's like, okay, here's the answer. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That helps a lot. And then we went and started again. 
She's completely straight face because yeah. now she's not thinking about that anymore. Yeah. That sort of little subtle like redirection. It's not yeah. like a manipulation. It was just of a, I can see your brain going over here. I'm yeah. going to have to pick that up and move that on this direction because yeah. this is where I want you. Makes sense. And, you know, that's what largely goes into the whole directing blind thing. Mm. Where people don't really have comparisons of past projects that they worked on. You have to draw that for them. Yeah. Okay. Any well, other weaknesses do you guys see? That you have seen, I should say. Well, you have any? So I'm trying to think off the top I mean, of my head. Yeah, I mean, there's the, 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 the gatekeeping practice. mentality. There's the uh, the lack of um, mm-hmm. organizations, uh, yeah. not organizations, but the lack of um, yeah, yeah organizations. I guess I can't remember yeah. a thing, but like a place for everyone to go to that is this is our place. This yeah. is where we go to get things done. Um, lack of leadership mm-hmm. and lack of uh, camaraderie. Like, yes, there are some camaraderie. Amongst certain circles. Yeah. But film needs to be a, we are all in this together. Yeah. You know, I am not better than you. I just happen to know more because someone was gracious enough to teach me and Mm. I had the opportunity to learn. Let me lend that to you. We're all going to the same place. If you prove to me that you don't want to go there, fuck off. But since I know that we're going here together, let's go here together. That's the mentality that we need to be bringing to this. Otherwise, it's never going to never going to work. Yeah. We are always going to stay at that place where we are trying our best, but you know, we're looking up at that big tower. There's Hollywood over there. Yeah. yeah we, we could, and we can sell everything we own and yeah. move up to LA and work as a PA and learn all the bullshit terminology mm-hmm. and then get up at five in the morning every day to find out that there's no slots and then do a day in and day out and finally go have coffee next to someone who happens to know someone who happens to know someone you yeah. talk your way into getting talk with them and then go through all the bullshit mm-hmm. and the disrespect. And then, yeah, you know, cut your visions in half until finally you make something that turns a decent amount of a profit. Then you get a little bit more creative <coughs> freedom and then yeah. it just goes from there. Or we can all work together and then we can make a kick-ass movie complete control over. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, but that, that vision isn't going to happen unless there there's changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Unless there becomes, you know, those things that are missing right now, there, yeah. there needs to be a place. There needs to be um, a strong community. There yeah. needs to be, Joint passion. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and this isn't like a small town. Yeah, no. we're, we're trying to do movies. And, and that, I think that's what makes the, the question of um, what are the strengths and weaknesses of Las Vegas or Las Vegas film community. And a lot of it just goes, it's, it's very similar yeah. to being in a small town because depending upon what group you're talking about, they're working as if it is a small yeah, town. Definitely. Yeah. And, and you know what too, it's kind of funny that we also you know I'm like, I've done so many podcasts, honestly, like that, uh, um, I don't know if you guys know Hassani Johnson. No. Mm. Well, he mentioned he he sees it in two ways. There's old Vegas, and then there's the new Vegas, which we are part of the new Vegas in the sense of the filmmaking community, where we're trying to all work together. The old Vegas is kind of like that fractured thing, and there's people in that new Vegas circle that are kind of in the old. Well, I, I don't want to misquote them, so I'll just leave that. The there's old mm-hmm. Vegas and new Vegas in that sense. So, just want to bring that up. Yeah, well, because a lot of old Vegas is very much an extension of Hollywood. Yeah. Because that's it's part of we're also in a new age of film yeah. in general. They're like you can't compare the way film was made back in the 1960s, 1970s, yeah. or 1980s to the way it is now. Because yeah. the entire world changed the second we got to digital which is platform. Funny, which is funny too, because the golden age of cinema is basically the 70s with the new with the like Spielberg, Lucas, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ford Coppola, all that shit. Which which were a lot of people that happened to get really lucky or. Yeah. And show their skills and know the right people in order to get into the Hollywood field. And also at that time, the gatekeeping wasn't as hard. Especially with Coppola as it was and now. Lucas, because yeah. they were just plucked right out of film school. Because USC, they were like, fuck, yeah. we're out of, we're out of directors. 
Yeah. Like we should probably start going to these uh, these art house students and see if they can make something that the kids yeah. like. And, and, and the other end, we, we're in a new age now because of the digital age. Yeah. The digital age has changed the way a lot of projects can be made because now it's more accessible than yeah. it's ever been. There we, are we, more we, filmmakers than there's ever been. Yeah, I, but there's also, that means there's an oversaturation too where it's harder to see your shit, I feel like, as well. That's the, but, yep. I mean, if you... If you I I would, would, but I would say at the same time, there's, there's a counter-influence yeah. in order to... Put those things in the markets because we no longer there's no longer a force out there that says in order for your movie to ever be seen yeah. it needs to be in a theater because now mm. there's theaters well, true, yeah. there's theaters in everybody's home yeah and 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 that's the counter to well, it, it well, to allow your access to it well they go back on that counter then the counter your counter of the counter <laughs> yeah but <laughs> if you think about it too like it, all right let's go with I, I think I use this I don't know if I use this example with you guys yet but like I use this example of Amazon right mm-hmm. let's go to Amazon. Now, let's say you guys made a movie, right? Now, I want to see it. Now, me being your friend, you're going to be like, hey, John, here's the link to it, right? Now, let's say, like, Bob in Idaho is, like, trying to find your movie. Like, but he can't come across it because he has to go, let's say, look, like, it's kind of like Scream 4, let's just say, right? So, he types in Scream 4, right? And he's like, well, what, what's customers watching? And then you have to see if your movie's going to be in the what's customers watching in the first list. And then he has to go through that. Then he has to go through that again just to find it again. And again, it's, a, it's just a finding cycle of finding shit to, too. So that's a lot harder to find people's movies as well too. In that in that regard, because there's so much shit on Amazon. If that makes sense, yeah. mm-hmm. that, mean, if that's a good counterpoint to what you were saying, it, it is. It is to a degree, but at the same time, it's part of the pendulum swing. Yeah, because because yeah. every cycle, every change, no matter what we're talking about, mm-hmm. anytime there is a drastic or at all even close to a drastic yeah, yeah. change, the pendulum's going to switch. Well, yeah. Because something's got to catch up to what that is. Yeah. The the digital market and cameras and being able to shoot at 4K and being yeah. that it can be accessible to someone in their home and at the point to where even a good film director directed a movie for Netflix that was done purely using iPhones, showing that phones have come up to a point now to where they can make a movie that can fool the audience yeah. and seeing it as cinema standard. Mm-hmm. The the ability to make a film is at is at its most successful accessible as ever been mm. but that also means now everybody can make a movie not everybody can make a good movie and that comes back to education and also that's where the gatekeeping uh kind of doubled down in my opinion once it became more accessible for people to mm. once they became more filmmakers than anywhere in the world there became a very select group of people that were like okay yeah you're making your videos but that's not film yeah you know, that's not fine art there's even people when when joker came out they're like wow it's so good to see him uh make a real movie other yeah. than those hangover movies here's the definition of a of a movie is a series of movie oh, pictures I'm that- i want i want to see if you're <laughs> correct just before mm-hmm. you yeah go ahead is, uh, I, I can I can I can call a, a very select couple of people on blast right now for who specifically right. said Let, that. But let's see. Like let's see what it means. Let's see the definition. I gotta find it. one second. One second. <laughs> you type in movie, and like the first thing that pops up is actually uh, the Invisible Man. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, which I read actually the plot on Wikipedia uh, today. It's it, it's the definition of film. Oh, yeah. Wait 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 wait. Uh, let me type in def- <laughs> Sorry, definition. One second. I'm sorry. I'm stalling everyone's no time worries. right now. We'll, All right, we'll, we'll talk go about ahead. About. Go ahead. Let's let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's do it now. So are, are you are you reading? I'm I'm on the di- dictionary. You tell me what it is, and I'll see if you're exactly correct. On on wait on, on, on movie. the dictionary. What do you? Oh oh on movie. Okay. Yeah. What I believe uh, movie is is a series of moving pictures accompanied okay. by uh, by sound and told through um, 
told by uh, not all of them has dialogue, but yeah. uh, traditionally with dialogue, lighting, and sound. Series of moving pictures with dialogue, lighting, and sound. What does it say? Okay, it says, A story or event recorded by a camera as a set of moving pictures and shown in theaters or on television, a motion picture. Okay, well, yeah. 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 So you were, that, you were halfway yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> you, 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 technically, according to that, you don't even need sound. Yeah. yeah so, oh, you don't. <laughs> no, no, no yeah. you don't. So, I mean, it, it, I, need, I need everyone to really pay attention to that definition of yeah. what a movie is because... I am so sick and tired of, of hearing people say the phrase, like, that's not a real movie. It is. A, I, I don't give a shit if you like it or yeah. not. If it meets those requirements, it is a movie. Neil Breen is a director. Yeah. The, the In Las Vegas. Is a yeah. movie. Oh, <laughs> that, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Those movies are movies. Whether or not you get enjoyment out of them is irrelevant, but that is a movie. If you get, don't tell me you get enjoyment out of them. I so, I'm sorry. I get immense enjoyment out of it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. that. Look, look. Does yeah. it make you feel better about yourself? That that, that I think yeah. that's it's not even that. It, it's it's okay. We're, we're gonna, gonna bash Neil for a second. Yeah. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not gonna end? bash Neil okay. as okay. much as I'm gonna say Neil. If you're listening to this, which he's probably my not. God, I hope he's on this <laughs> podcast one day because he is. Uh, he fits the criteria of people that you you're, you're trying to look for. Yeah. He is a filmmaker in this. Community. And I would love to hear what's on that man's oh mind. Oh my God, I would love to hear what he's on because here's the thing. At the end of the day, this is a man. Yeah. Who <laughs> I don't man. know his his personal views, his yeah. religious views, his political views. So if Any some of his views. shit like that comes out <laughs> yeah. and that makes him a bad person, I'm telling you right now, I don't know about it. But yeah. what I do see is someone who is getting their dreams made. Yeah. No matter who says what. Okay. I watched that movie, that, uh, any of the movies that he makes. Did you buy them? I see, no. No, you can stream them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but what I see, uh, don't pirate films, kids. What I see whenever I watch one of those movies. Yeah. Maybe pirate no brain friends. Is okay. that you. <laughs> it makes um, sense. It's more of a case study. It, what, what I see whenever I'm looking at those movies, I see someone who is exercising their passion and yeah. having a damn good time with yeah. it. See, they that, truly Let me go with this too real quick. Uh, just to kind of like counter it a little bit. Yeah. If Neil Breen, because this is going to go into another topic real quick as mm-hmm. well. If Neil Breen, I, again, I don't know him. I'm going off how I feel about his movies, and I'm not a fan, but I do respect the hustle. Mm-hmm. I will, I'll say that. I'll yeah. respect the that hustle. That dude makes some movies, yeah. but, but he but, makes uh, his movies. But also, I'm saying, though, Neil Breen put his movie into a film festival in Vegas. Oh, God, no. He no. will No, he will get accepted into it somehow. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's and true. That's yeah. the problem. Also, I think, say, segue into a weakness about Vegas is there's too many fucking film festivals. I always say on the show all the time, and I'll repeat it till the day I die, and I, I'm waiting to have a fucking a person on a festival on this show. But here's here's the thing, and here's, here's what I, I believe that every filmmaker needs yeah. to understand. They don't need to subscribe to this. They don't need to believe in it. They don't need yeah. to live how they like movies like this. They just need to remember that this is a thing to consider. Yeah. A movie's purpose is to be enjoyed. Well, yeah, it's it, escapism. It, it's, it's just to... Be enjoyed. Yeah, does not matter how, but if you create <laughs> enjoyment is a happy term, and like if you're not happy enjoying a fucking film, but look at the room. Look oh, at the they're but they're having a blast in those screenings, and yeah. they had a blast in the first one because people who were in college found it hysterical, and then from that it created a monster, not in a bad way, a monster. Right. But yeah, it's I, it's a understand. fun experience because people look at it as a satire because mm-hmm. the whole thing was supposed to be a dark comedy yeah. until he goes, 
Oh no, it's a satire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And whether or not he yeah. agrees with or the black comedy, whatever it was. To, yeah, whether or not he agrees <laughs> with the direction that it went to, that is that is what it became. Yeah. It is a entertaining film. It is a film that brings people happiness. Whether yeah. or not that was well, the 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 same people do the same result thing of for the same intention the same that he wanted to be. But people do that for fucking Rocky Horror Picture though too. It's yeah, the same yeah, 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 that's which what I'm talking about. I never saw that either, but. I so, do want to see the rumor. So that is why I call Neil Breen an entertaining and successful filmmaker. Because so, there are people see, who watch his films why and I, get entertainment yeah, out of it. Here's why I find him to be an entertaining and interesting filmmaker. And it's because... We are giving Neil Breen so much positive, no, no, like, uh, yeah, playtime right now. Red Letter Media introduced him to us, and I appreciate yeah. it. Uh-huh. Because I've never in my life thought I was going to see a series of movies that feel like they were directed by an alien trying to understand how the human society works. I don't know if that's a compliment to Neil, though. No, it's not. I But but that is what those movies are to me, and mm. they're fascinating. Neil? Because I don't believe yeah. that man has experienced a human life. It is someone interpreting human life. I, I'm sorry, but when <laughs> I saw the After Effects you know, movement from the fucking, oh my God. The, you know what I'm talking about? The window <laughs> to off the window. I lost my shit it's and so I laughed good. so hard. The tiger scene, the goddamn tiger scene is there one of the most legendary people things. people who spend days at the, at the computer yeah. to craft a joke that'll make you laugh half that hard. Yeah. But this man in pure earnest yeah. has killed us Multiple times, yeah, it's but fun, just it, being it, him, you and making like, what he wants to make, and I, I legitimately love that. I'm I, not making fun of the I, guy. I just legitimately love it. I'm gonna preface this too. My, fr- I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to put my friend Dan on blast, mm-hmm. but my friend Dan has been crafting this beautiful fucking visual effects heavy fucking thing called Lancer Twenty One. I mean, like he's been doing it for like the, I shot it with him, and we've been he's been working on it, kind of fixing things around and shit like that. It was supposed to come out for his episode. It hasn't yet because he's still rendering shit out. But I got it's some of the best visual effects I've ever seen. And the man's taking his time. You know, Breen, on the other hand, is like, well, fuck this shit. I'm going to just do this. And yeah, he's like, no, well, I got you, the you story. We're, we're done. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, and, you know, and, you know, at the end of the day, bless, bless yeah. both their hearts. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, look, and, look, but what happened it's, in that it's scene? Just like, what happened in the scene I, I that know, caused you to laugh? I mean, oh, because it was just so bad with the After Effects thing. Yeah, like, what what cons- did the character do? He just jumped out a window. He jumped out a window. You know yeah. that he jumped out, out a window. window. It but awful. it's so green. But you know that he, it's that just, is the point of the scene. My, my the point with that whole thing, my whole point of the thing is too, it's like, it's like Neil Breen, I feel like he's just trying to make a quick buck. Again, I don't At know. At this point, I don't know. Yeah, no, because I, I I've, I've seen enough of his work. His shit is so abstract and so... On the, he's trying to say something. Yeah. Is he saying it well? I don't know. But he's obviously he, yeah. he has this vision because they're all so unique. Like you can you can go watch a bunch of really bad yeah. B movies or really bad independent movies where it feels like they're making a buck. I've seen quite a few made in Vegas, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. and I do believe that is one of the weaknesses of some of the production companies yeah. in here is, well, is, is is they have an access to a cash to it, make shit, it, and it's, it's just not a that money everyone. Money. Sorry to cut you off. I yeah. think it's also everyone wants to go on Netflix, and everyone thinks they can go on Netflix, but you can't go on Netflix because no. yeah. Netflix is like I'm calling you, you don't call us. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it is. And people don't and people don't understand that. I tell people, I'm like, well, fuck, if you're going to do that, just make your own fucking Vimeo on demand shit. Then yeah, yeah, there's, no, there's no upload button on yeah. Netflix. No, yeah. You, you got to prove yourself to a yeah. certain degree. And, 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 and there's no walking to the door on Netflix and going, I have a movie right here. Is everyone in their mother, fucking mother does you, that. You too. can do that, but they'll just turn your ass right around. Uh, right like, back around. Get the hell out of here. Exactly. But I mean, that's, I completely agree with him. Like, here's the thing is, 
I've I've seen both types of bad movies. Yeah. I've seen bad movies where they're like, yeah, the charts say this will work, so we're just gonna throw together a skeleton yeah. crew and then just get this thing down so we get some profit. Those yeah. are those are bad movies in my like in terms of my personal enjoyment. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. However, there's nothing more enjoyable than an idea that you know was never said out loud until production started. Where it's just like this. How did people say yes to this? How did this person convince them to do this? Who looked at this final cut and said yes? No, it's one person who just had every decision. Starting to sound like I'm talking like the talking about the prequels. Um, <laughs> one person that probably because you are you every are. decision and just went forward with it, and that creates beautiful situations. Like what? So what was another one that RLM uh, RLM introduced me to? Suburban Sas uh, Suburban Sasquatch. Okay, that is beautiful. It is. It, it is about a suburban Sasquatch. There's a guy, there's a, a Sasquatch outfit that they made themselves fit with giant nipples because, and uh, it has one roar sound effect that's just on loop the entire yeah. movie every time he's on screen. And it's just these things that like, why? Yeah. And then he even has a making of documentary where this guy sits on a couch and he, he, he just, Dumps his heart out onto the camera on how much he loves this film oh my gosh. and how he learned 3D effects to make that 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 opening credit sequence. It's like yeah. I'm not. I don't want to hate on this guy yeah. at all. Not yeah. even in like a, look. I don't want to hate on him, but no, I admire that yeah. sort of passion. I just wish there was someone there that could like show him the the ways of like you know you did you you're onto something cool here. Yeah. This is how you can make it a little bit better, you know. Yeah. Unless, of course, he wasn't willing to listen to that. And, and, that's on him. And, and at the same time, like these sorts of things are both the, the strengths and the weaknesses that make these yeah. types of movies enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. But these people will never have a successful career. They will have a career that will hit a certain point, maybe. In the case of mm -hmm. Neil Breen, he probably makes money off these movies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's, I, there's, there's enough of an intention to make it sort of like an underground, ha, 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 look, Neil Breen movie. He's, he's definitely making money. I think he's movies. a millionaire already. I think he's one of those guys who's self-made, yeah. and he has the money to do what he wants to do. And, and if he isn't, then it. I'm just giving him a lot of props. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to and, 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 and bless his heart and bless all these people's hearts, yeah. but because of the fact that they've never gone to a point or never got yeah. led to a point... Cause in, in, in well, it's like, it's like, it's like the Mahal movies, you know, yeah. I respect their hustle for doing what they do. So I don't, I'm not a fan of their movies, you know, no. I and, mean, and, and a lot of that is because probably they just work in their own group. So there's no one yeah. out there telling them different. Yeah. There's no one out there that they're, they're not getting an outside critical point. Yeah. And, and that's the problem of an, of an unorganized and an isolated group is you just get your echo chamber. Yeah. And that echo chamber is just going to repeat back what they've always repeated back. And then you wonder why those things that keep you repeated back maybe don't get successful. And that goes to like people getting big heads too. Cause you win all these like awards at film festivals. Yeah. And there's a, there's 175 different film festivals yeah. in your city. And so I, in the turn, <laughs> like there's two words that are used a lot. There's underrated and overrated. I think one of these is impossible to be true. And that would be overrated. I think it is impossible for film to be factually overrated because if there's a large amount of people that enjoy the film, that's the end of it. I'm sorry if you don't like it, but that is the end of it. Well, if it's let, me, very let me ask you this. If mm -hmm. they enjoyed the let me ask you, right, we're going to a film festival then, circuit real quick. Now, if, if, they, if you're seeing pictures on, online and no one's at the fucking festival or no one's in the screening for the festival, how do people, how can you believe the filmmaker saying they, like, all these people are enjoying the film? Also, on top of that, too, 
I don't count friends and family enjoying my film as I, feedback. As no. feedback. I'd rather go on Craigslist personally, say, hey, 20 bucks if you want to watch my movie and give me true honest feedback. Well, there I mean, you go. like, yeah, obviously if a director's lying about it, then that's yeah. that's different. But I'm talking about when people say, like, oh, Forrest Gump is overrated. Oh, uh, whether let, or not I ask, like Forrest uh, Gump, and I do. This brings, but up, this brings up a game I want to play with you guys it, soon. It, <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. I, like, I like games. But, like, you cannot say yeah. that that is true because obviously Forrest Gump fucking did gangbusters yeah, yeah. and it is beloved by millions. Whether yeah. or not you like it does not make it overrated. Now, the one that I do think is possible and happens far too often is underrated. Yeah. And that is mostly due to a lack of marketing in mm. almost every situation. Well, yeah, look at Birds is probably a perfect example. I think lack of marketing hurt it. And there's, well, I didn't like the film to begin with, but I think a lack of marketing did hurt the film too. Yeah, it did. I, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a TV show until yeah. a week before it got released. Also, it's a lot of Harley Quinn. And it's not Birds of Prey. So they did change it like after it released to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yeah, it was uh, 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 Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, which been, is a pretty Harley Quinn title. And I yeah. like it, but it should have been just the fantabulous emancipation of exactly, Harley Quinn. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> now, now, are there any more weaknesses? Um, yeah, I, th I think you've touched on it a bit with your, your thing about film festivals. But I believe that is that goes back to our original points of weaknesses yeah. of mm -hmm. the reason why there may be so many film festivals. Yeah. Of my opinion, and why there is is because there is no there's such a lack of information about yeah. how do you get your movie out there to the yeah. public and how do you make it successful? There's no, there's nothing. They, 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 they believe, uh, and it is now film festivals are one of the hands that can pull you up. Yeah. So but that's it, why they're like, but, 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 but here's the thing. They can also be a really good way to make the, the money. Yeah. Yeah. And also I, I, the hand that pulls you up, I kind of disagree with that too. But they that, could be, they yeah, could, oh, that's sorry, what they could it's perceived be. as because you yeah. know what? You can't, no one's going to be able to like, none of us, let's be honest about this. We'll, being fucking Sundance in our lifetime, if, unless something fucking miraculous happens to your film. I'm going to be honest. I don't think, I, I, I would love a film of mine to be in Sundance, but it's not going to happen because there's so many movie stars in Sundance now. Tribeca's going to be a tough one for you to get into. Like, all the major ones that were at one time cool for the indie guys are not cool for the indie guys anymore. And then, also, you know what, too? I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of, like, don't go local for film festivals. Maybe go local at the end of your run. Yeah. But... Aim for medium-sized markets, other markets, to go see if people are really liking yeah, it but, but, and digging but, but, it. Here's why the small, crappy, little, local uh, film festivals work and why yeah. movie makers give enough money to them yeah. in order to keep those things afloat, even yeah. though no one is going to them. Because they don't know better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I met a guy named uh, Matthew Croyle. I think his episode's actually for you guys' episode. But he, he actually runs a film festival in um, Oil City, Oil, or Oil Valley, I think it is. I'm sorry, Matthew, I'm getting that wrong. And it's called the Oil Valley Film Festival. And, like, he gets people, though. Oil City, uh, Oil Valley um, is a small city or town or whatever it is in, like, Pennsylvania. But he's getting film, film people from, like, Cleveland, I think he was saying, Pittsburgh, you know, Philadelphia, all coming to this film festival. And he's getting a really good bunch. And it's funny because, like, you know, if he's getting a good bunch batch of people, why aren't we getting a good batch of fucking films? Maybe we're getting a couple, but not the whole thing. Yeah, dude. I mean, how many I, film festivals do we actually have here in Vegas? Well, let's think about it. You have Action on Film. You have a um, short damn film festival. Las Vegas Black Film Festival. Or, um, uh, Nevada Las Vegas. I don't, there's a whole bunch. I, yeah. can't, I can't think all the time. I, had, I think I can count over five. Yeah. So the, the, that there is a problem. Mm -hmm. None of them stand out. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I got a film in Vegas. 
wait, which one I will actually give me any benefit? Yeah. And also another uh, problem begins if you say, uh, if you start your journey yeah. with what film festival you're writing for, mm-hmm. you should make your movie and then start looking at film yeah. festivals. Don't ever... And also educate yourself on the yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because there are, you know, because there are so little ins yeah. in the community that there's a lot of people, even myself at yeah. a certain time included, that's like, well, that's my route now. Yeah. I make an independent movie and it fucking wins film festivals yeah. and then someone hands me my billion dollars. Yeah. That's not how it works. No. Film festivals are for networking yeah. and they're for exposure. Yeah. At and I hate that least. though too, because in a sense, film festivals too, it's like, but I, I found this out from another podcast when I did was like the world premiere, they won't let you release the show on YouTube or anything like that. Mm. You get more eyes on YouTube yep. than you will in your film festival, even if it's like premiered, you know, five day, you know, in, in the festival, maybe even, uh, no, I'll take that back. Like one day in the film festival compared to YouTube's like market, your marketing scheme for YouTube You'll get more views off his, off of YouTube if you do it correctly than you will on a film festival. And guess what? An executive might run through it if it ends up trending somehow if yeah. you market it correctly. So let's play the why, why game. Yeah. yeah, let's play the why game of uh, this is why I'm saying filmmakers need to start asking themselves why. Yeah. Now, if you go to a film festival and you want to submit, and they say, yeah. okay, you can't submit anywhere else. Why? They yeah. want exclusivity. Yeah. Why? Because they will be able to have first crack at whatever potential it has. Mm-hmm. Why? So they can benefit. Wow. I like how all those whys fit together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it's because they, you know, it, it's not looking out for the yeah. filmmaker. It's looking out for the business. Yeah. yeah. And, and, to, and, and that goes back to building a community yep. around it and, and the necessity of yeah. having a community around it is because those people can help you ask those mm-hmm. whys. If you don't have those answers, that community can be there. It's right now. A lot of it is filmmakers looking out for themselves because there's no other option. Yeah. But if filmmakers are looking out for filmmakers, it can only strengthen that community. Boom. Perfect. So many times I heard in filmmaking, uh, so many times in filmmaking that I've heard where they're just like, don't trust anyone. Yeah. And it sucks how true that is because there are people who, they're treating this like like it's the fucking Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of room up there. We can yeah. all make successful movies, yeah. or we can at least all try. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's there's no and, reason to be holding other people's heads under the water. And also, the bigger the crew, the more recognition you have in the sense of like more uh, not recognition, but in the idea, in the sense of like if you have a bigger crew and a set, mm-hmm. everyone's gonna feel better about themselves mm-hmm. after making a bigger movie. And holy shit, we got recognition for this movie. Then it's like again. You have a smaller crew and shit like that. You know, it's the same people. You know, you're not building anything. Yeah. No. And we're also in the age where we need to be selling our personalities more than... Like, well, you don't want... Uh, there's a whole there's a whole thing about branding yourself. And we're not a brand... Like, that, that's a whole other fucking pod, like, podcast yeah. Yeah. about branding don't yourself. Don't change yourself. Yeah. But it but, is important but, for people to like who you are, to like what you do. But, you know, it's... I heard it on another a wrestling podcast, funny enough. They talk about, like, how branding yourself is dumb, in a sense, and how you shouldn't... like. It's about like you're not the brand. You're the fucking consumer. You're the fucking person who's. I don't, I, don't, I fucking have to listen to the fucking podcast now. I can, can kind of get what, what like where you're coming from, but yeah. I'm gonna have to disagree and say that, especially in this day and age, like at least me personally. Yeah. If I just see someone's movie, yeah. Then like yeah, I can like it. Yeah. But if I know what that person did to make that movie yeah. and how hard they tried and and how they you know what they accomplished and stuff yeah. like that, I'm gonna like that movie a hell of a lot more. Yeah. Because well, let's, I let's, now have a personal yeah. connection with it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take Kevin Smith for example. Yep. Okay. Again, he may not make the the best films, mm-hmm. 
but I'm going to go see everything that dude makes because I fucking love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know his journey. I know who he is. I love hearing him talk. So but I love he's hearing not a his brand, vision. though. He's Kevin Smith. He's he, if you're it's, going it's, by it's that the Kevin Smith brand, it's about smart, as much okay, a brand yeah. as you can. Hang okay. yeah, it's, like it's, it's a smart podcasts. cast brand. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, smart cast is the brand. I think Kevin mm. Smith is the person. Smart Castle, I guess, oh. yeah. what it used to be called. Yeah, but but, but the, yeah, the, the brand itself is Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith presented who Kevin Smith was and made you fall in love well, with then, him because he's mm-hmm. such a good then, guy. Then let me ask you this: Is Richard Branson? Uh, was it Richard Branson? Is Richard Branson the brand or is Virgin the brand? That's. Virgin, yeah, because I'm I'm not I, when I hear Virgin, I don't think of Richard Br- uh, Richard Branson. Yeah. But whenever I hear Bethesda, I think of Todd Howard. But when you think of Apple, <laughs> do you think of uh, well Steve Jobs? It, it, but yeah, I think Steve, Steve Jobs. Jo- yeah, but is Steve Jobs the brand or is, is Apple the brand? Because you know what I mean. It's Steve, I, uh, in my uh, opinion. I would say I would say it's Steve on that okay. one because Steve is the one he put himself out there. And yes, I know Wozniak and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. But Steve was the one on the stage. He was the one in the turtleneck. Yeah, this is a very interesting conversation he, we're having he, now. Yeah, yeah he, because because also that's the difference of, of of why that brand probably has so much loyalty. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like Apple, but they probably became loyal to it because they had an individual yeah. to cling on to, and that individual made himself part of the yeah. brand. It's, it's not the brand well, itself. Like, here's another example. Is that Google? Yeah. All right. Who's the who's the who would be the Brand of Google, then. Well, for that, that would be Google. Yeah, because yeah. they don't know. Right? Yeah, they didn't yeah. make themselves a known personality. They didn't sell yeah. us with their personality. They and, sold and us with this thing that. Is all right, kind so, of so, so, Bitcoin or Satoshi, Satoshi Nakamoto? Huh? Satoshi Nakamoto or Bitcoin? That's actually a good question because I don't know a whole shit ton Maybe. about that <laughs> stuff. I'm just not in that yeah, world. But, but, yeah, yeah, I'm not in that world. But 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 the difference is going to be um, when when you put a personality behind the brand. That's when a brand is going to have its highest chance of having loyalty. Yeah. So am because, I the brand I, or is the, the Oh, yeah, pod, you're the brand. Or is the podcast the brand? Well, because it, it, it all depends on what it is. Because, yeah, I, I think going back to your question of Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith in itself, he presented yeah. himself as, as an individual to cling on to, and yeah. that's why Smodcast succeeded. But Smodcast is the brand, but he's the reason that brand is as successful as it is. Gotcha. And it's the same thing with Steve Jobs and Apple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the reason... Apple was as successful as it is is because of Steve Jobs. Gotcha. And it's because of the personality and the fact that we have an individual to see and to identify with, and we mm-hmm. want to be in that person's circle or a part of what they're a part of. Gotcha. And then that's why Apple has a huge thing on it. I'm not an Apple person personally, but with Google, yeah, I can see yeah. why Google may not have a whole lot of brand loyalty. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we like their products because they're fucking everywhere, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm not loyal to Google because who yeah. the fuck is Google? True. Mm-hmm. Makes exactly. Sense. Yeah. And and that's, you know, even with, uh, especially with like content creation and yeah. Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that, like you don't think, you, you, you hear Markiplier, you know exactly who, you know, if yeah. you know who that is, yeah, you I know, know exactly what his personality is. Yeah. You know, like you, you see him create a thing and then you think like, yep, this is a Mark thing yeah. to do. And that helps so much. Yeah. But that can also be dangerous if you've created a caricature. Yeah. Because if you brand yourself off a caricature, that thing's going to crack and yeah. they're going to know. So don't just start off by fucking but lying to the audience. That's what a lot of people are caricatures of themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? I think. Which you don't want to be. And, and no, I, I don't yeah. believe someone like Kevin Smith is. Yeah. That's the difference of why he's successful in what he does yeah. and why other people may not be, even though they're trying to create a brand because you think you're creating a brand yeah. by being something fake True. or, or, or by being be a real. Well, yeah. I mean, I hate, I hate that fucking term real. Yeah. It's like, I'm real. Like, no dude, like just be it's, you. It's, it's because it's been, it's been horribly overused. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you're being real, no, you ain't. Yeah. Um, 
if you have to say I'm being real, then that probably negates it. But yeah. what I mean by saying being real is like don't no, I know. don't do, don't put extra effort yeah. into who you are. Just be you. Yeah. And Definitely. that's yeah. at the end of it. That's about as real as it gets. Is it's like, or or at the very least, turn off the turn on the performance artist. Yeah. Because I don't believe Kevin Smith is the same person at home when he's oh, sitting yeah. on the couch as he is when he gets up on a stage. Oh, definitely. No, you, I mean you got to turn it on. Mm, you yeah. got to turn it on. But 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 who that person is on stage still very yeah. much has to be you. This is a very interesting thing about branding and shit like that. I mean, like I, I have to find that podcast. By the way, I like to I like to hear your thoughts about what they actually said and then see mm. what you guys think about that. So I had to go now go do some research. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Also talking about branding and all that marketing stuff, I don't have a background yeah. in it, so it's really just my opinion, and my opinion's an asshole. So <laughs> shit comes out of it. So I don't know if I'm saying all the right terms. Yeah, no, it's so it, I mean, opinions and assholes. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it's very differing. Yeah. If you're coming out of it from a business marketing standpoint, yeah. then branding may be something different from you. Yeah. But coming at it from an entertainment perspective. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you're a filmmaker or you're part of the creative field, yeah, yeah, you kind of do need to brand yourself. Yeah, yeah. In, in in that you need to present yourself so that people can like you and want yeah. to follow you on your journey. And mm -hmm. if you don't have that, then all they have is one movie at a time. Mm -hmm. But the way you get them to follow you from project to project to project to project yeah. is by them wanting to follow you. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. So Quentin Tarantino, or no, here J.J. Abrams, Bad Robot. Yeah. Is it J.J. Abrams the brand or Bad it's Robot? Absolutely J.J. Abrams. Yeah. And, 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 so and any Bad Robot you would see is... but it's Oh, all, J.J.'s making a new thing. Yeah. But Brad Pitt, isn't Brad Pitt part of it? Bad Robot also? I, I mean, I, I don't... I didn't know that. So yeah. if he is, he's not doing a good job of being the face. Yeah. But it, no, it's... it's Because that's the thing. If your name overshadows what you do, then that... That thing now you are the brand. Okay. Uh, and now, now here's we're going into a little bit more of a controversial type of yeah. topic here. But I remember my um, I was asked, um, like if you were ever on a on a talk show, yeah, and someone asked you uh, a, a controversial question, yeah, would you lie in order to stay out of a controversy? Um, That's a good question. My answer is no. I would not. I would say my honest opinion. But I would be very careful with how it was delivered because I feel like that can make all the difference in the world. So now you're telling me that you would not lie. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, I would not lie. Because here's the thing is I know that if I'm out there long enough yeah. and I'm exposing my personality to people yeah. long enough, yeah. people are going to catch on to that? Yeah, and they're true. Gonna know. I mean, aside from the fact that I'm just not someone who likes to lie. Yeah. I, I know that in this day and age, if you do something, if you have all the eyes on you, if I'm fucking Johnny Depp famous, yeah. any misstep that I make will be recorded mm -hmm. and it will be judged in accordingly. Court of law, yeah. Yes, a, a court of law of people that can do way more fucking damage than you than the actual court of law can do. Yeah. And I'm not saying you should change yourself to walk the perfect line. I literally say walk the plank. To walk the plank. <laughs> but um, it's the coat. I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, well, you mentioned Giant Depp. That's why. Yeah, I, I yeah. wasn't going for the coat. I was actually with the, the Giant oh, Depp. Boy, we can have a long conversation about that. But no, uh, we, we, no won't. We, we, we won't. We won't. But we can. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't. Um, not today, Satan. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> but it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's just something like the advice yeah. that I would give. If you want to be a internet personality yeah. or a personality associated with your brand and stuff like that. It is important to remember where the tide is at yeah. the moment. And it is important to ask yourself where it is, where it is. 
as an example, like mm-hmm. as a, as a hypothetical here, let's say I'm on this podcast. Are right those here. tides on Stranger Tides, by the way? Yes. Sorry, son of a God, see what you did. I there. see what you did. As you mentioned it, you <laughs> son of a it's, bitch. I'll be tr- plunging my fist into your dead man's chest. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> well, that's the end of the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> some say, some say you got a black heart like a black pearl. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, well, Sorry, I can deep, I, I'd go after this, but dead men tell no tales. Okay, is that all of them? Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. All right. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, so let's say I'm on this podcast, and I say the you phrase, are on this podcast. Like, well, yes, I am. But let's say the phrase um, I say lasagna, and yeah. then I, I get off and I look at my phone, and everyone's super fucking mad at me for saying lasagna. Yeah. My first reaction is not going to say all five million of you are wrong and stupid. Yeah. I should say lasagna. I'm going to be like, why are they so upset? Let's take a yeah. look and see what's going on with lasagna. Yeah. And then I find out that lasagna has just been recently used as a hate crime word or whatever. Oh. Okay. Whoops. I'm not saying lasagna anymore. <laughs> Lasagna's out. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm not going to change how it was used. I'm not going to yeah. change how it's perceived by millions. I'm not going to be a stubborn asshole and be like, but in my day, lasagna was <laughs> used really. Lasagna, that's pasta. Okay, I don't care what event it was. Yeah, I know you don't care, but you should. Yeah, yeah. Because now it means something else. True. And you're going to have to put your pride aside and not purposely piss off yeah. millions of people who you're supposed to be caring about. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get so animated. Yeah, yeah he does that a couple just, times. He, just, he does like this. Yeah. Yeah. Stop goes, shaking my camera. Okay, it's, it's going you away. You broke my camera. And they're <laughs> off. The camera microphones are going on the way over. They're at the end of the table. Hopping Harry and jumping Jack. <laughs> so. so, yeah, that, that's, a, that's, that's my little PSA on it for the... It's like, you don't have to become a different person. Yeah. Just be mindful of why people might get upset yeah. and see if you can yeah. kind of sympathize and see things on their side. Gotcha. If you completely disagree with, um, with what people are accusing you yeah. of, by all means, defend yourself. Yeah. You are a person. You have the right to do that. You know, make sure that no one's seeing you out to be something that you're not. And if you think that something is unjust, yeah. unjust, speak up about it, but look at the numbers <laughs> <laughs> Man, there, there's there's the old phrase where if you think the entire village th- um, is crazy, I want to see if you're crazy. Just, oh, just uh, it's not a guarantee that you are, but it's something you want to look at. I thought you were going to use the it's, it takes an entire village to raise an idiot yeah. one. Well, I mean that also helps, but also to follow his point a little yeah. bit. Um, if if you're in the industry that we're in, yeah. your end goal is to be a public figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are a public figure, your boss is the public. Yep. Yeah. If the public is saying you're wrong, why the fuck are you wrong? Yep. It's, I mean, you don't have to, you can, you can ask why. Yeah. You can ask why. I, I, I didn't mean to offend anybody. What can you please explain why the words will be colorful, but you can learn from them. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that word before. Exactly. You could, man, these are a lot of phrases I've never seen thrown together at the same time. Nothing, nothing will end your career quickly uh, or quicker than, than saying something that pisses a bunch of people off. Yeah. Not apologizing yeah. and doubling down, yeah. saying that you are correct. Because here's the thing, you, as even if you are 100% correct in yeah. your heart of hearts, if 17 billion people think you're wrong, and there's not even that many people on the fucking planet, <laughs> <laughs> if, if that many overwhelming people, you should But somehow probably, Twitter has that many people, yeah, it's really weird. You, should, yeah. you yeah. should probably at least try and maybe yeah. possibly question if you're the one that's wrong. 
and yeah. do your best to see that line. <laughs> just really do your best to be like, look, okay, I know I've thought about this 20 times. Yeah. I, I really think I'm right, though. Look at the, Open that book back up. Look at it one more time. Because if you decide that you are in your heart of hearts mm-hmm. right and they are wrong, by all means, go ahead and tell them. But if... If that's not well received, yeah. you had a good run. Yeah. That's it. But, but and, and, and just like with my analogy, uh, by doing that, you were pretty much telling your boss, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. And then you got shocked. You got fired. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? You guys don't want to see my new movie? Uh, all <laughs> no. I did was yell lasagna in a crowded space and not care about why. And then, you know. Now I really want lasagna, by the way. Yeah. yeah so it does sound pretty good. Lasagna. Not, yeah. Yeah. Like, I watched Super Size Me 2 like last week with my mm-hmm. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And we the next day we want chicken. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to blame you. And then yeah, we had Popeye's chicken sandwich earlier. I remember oh, yeah, you yeah, that's we got, we got, uh, Did you know, have you ever sprinkled the honey packet on it? Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Wait, no, it's, I haven't. Okay. On the biscuit I have. No, no, no. Next time you get it, okay. you open that fucker yeah. up. You drizzle some uh, some honey on There's the no chicken he- thing. Yeah. Mm. There's no health aloes, though, at Popeye's. Mm-mm. Oh, no. No, 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 I've Burger never, King spicy crispy chicken. I, yeah. I have never in my life fell in love with anything from Burger King ever. So. The onion rings I fell in love with too at one time. I fell in I love mean, with the dollar forty nine nuggets because that's yeah. literally how I for stayed 20, alive 20, for right? so long. Yeah, but, 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 uh, no, dollar forty nine for ten. Oh, I thought it was like twenty now. But now Wendy's is kicking ass. Yo, Wendy's, oh, yeah. Wendy's, yeah, Wendy's is kicking <laughs> ass. Wendy's like all day. Wendy's now. So. Yeah. <laughs> they brought the big classic back. Five dollars for a burger and some and no, some. No, it's four oh my god! Okay, four, four. I mean, well, here, here's the wait, here's wait, the wait, thing. We're getting off the tangent here. No, 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 we're no, going no. on this tangent. No, 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 no. You say this. Short, say this. Shorthand. No, there is no shorthand of this fucking story. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm stopping him. I know this story. Oh, I know right. where it's going. Can I you know give me a shorthand version? His shorthand is there is a war between all the fast food restaurants about who can make the cheapest meal possible, and he and he has theories and he has reports. Can you just write down read it for me? I I, I, can I, I'll, I won't go through all of it. I'll give you a teaser. I'll give you a taste. Give me I a taste. I know why he's telling me because we're going to have... make something out of yeah. this. Okay. Now well, it all and, started. And, and also this can easily go a fucking hour. Okay. I, just make it shorthand and like, give me two sentences about it. Okay. Got it. It all began the Wendy's four for four. Okay. Right? The, the world was it's so happy. Two sentences, not, two run, sentences. not run okay, on okay, sentences. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was just the four for four. Yeah. And then Burger came out the gate with the four for five. Now, because with Wendy's, you get you get five nuggets, yeah. you get a drink, you get a burger, you get fries. Okay. That's four for four. Yeah. And then Burger King, four for five, motherfucker, there's a cookie now. Oh, shit. Now, things are heating up, all right? So then, now- Well, Wendy's you're also forgetting back. the $5 fill it up box from KFC. That comes after the next one. It's a, tr- no, it's that a chain. Been, that's been on there for a long time, the $5 fill it up box. The $5 Phillips, yes, but they started to add more shit to it. Like, it become, once one came out- Every restaurant started trying to, to, to top that four for four, mm. and it was a beautiful time. You're, you, every time I saw a new sign, I'm like, they joined it! And then I remember when Carl's Jr. came in, and they're like, hey, you can get two of these Enough. burgers, and one of them's awful. Yeah, okay. see, this but, Yeah, it, it goes <laughs> on. Get two of these burgers, one of them's awful. That's yeah, pretty I'm like, good. Can I get, can Thanks, I Carl's Jr. That's that why way. you're not the most successful one at the moment. Hey, did you try that big uh, fucking, or big friggin' cheese or whatever it is? That- did you? Yes, I did. L- report, please. Oh, my God. So you don't need the burger. You just uh-huh. need the cheese on it. It was so good. Like, yeah. 
So it's a cheddar mozzarella oh, thing, right? Dude, I had it and like the cheese was melting off the thing, and I'm like, mm. oh my, it's like it's like a grilled cheese sandwich. I, was, I need this in my life every day. Great. Mm. I mean, Carl's Jr. is delicious, but Carl's Jr. Paradise. also thinks yeah. it's not fast food. That's true too. Based super. on its pricing alone, they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we 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 upscale. You know what? Like, I, I, Carl, compa- Jr., I compare. Fuck you. I compare Carl's Jr. to Burger King, and in, in taste. I can uh, see. I mean, is it just because of the the, the the chard thing? I mean, the uh, no. I think it's more or less like how the meat looks and shit like that and all that. I don't know. There's mm-hmm. a weird. I have a weird theory. I can't. I, go into I, it. I, I just feel like Carl's Jr. tries to price itself as if it's in and out, and it's not right. Yeah, but no, they're good. It is good. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know what? Hardy's is terrible, it? but Carl's Jr. is good. Yeah, well, that's weird. I've never, never had, had a Hardee's. Oh, no, I have had a Hardee's once. I had a Hardee's, and I, it wasn't good. Now, yeah. I remember, yeah, it was in St. Louis, and I was on the way. I was driving back. Yeah. You know, Tennessee. It was in Tennessee. We just had rallies the other day. That was fucking Check- amazing. I was, yeah. Checkers, yeah, oh, checkers, checkers rallies, same wait, thing. They're mozzarella sticks, by the way. Oh, checkers so good. We had that yesterday. Checkers oh and rallies are the same thing? Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck yeah, out Yeah, there's a video online. I'll send it to you. Okay, yeah, I'd love to watch that. Yeah. Oh, I my like God, food. it's so good. It's one of the first times you've ever had it, but we mozzarella sticks. They have Fuck! They have buffalo wings. They have big the old fucking mozzarella sticks. Those things are like this big. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. just go up there and be like, "Yes, please. I would like wings for you to put in my car." Yeah, I'm ordering from the car, and they're like, "Yes, isn't the world great?" And then we high fived. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, what, what, any what, what's more your, weaknesses? No. Now, what's your third question, John? <laughs> uh, the last question is, what can we do to get to the next level? We can but go I, to Wendy's I, and but, order the four for four. <laughs> but I feel like. I feel like that would be a long one, so I kind of want to play this game I, I was, before also, we get yeah, into this. I also feel like we answered a lot about that yeah, throughout the yeah. week. This is, yeah, I agree, because, too. Because I've, I've been trained we through... We count, point counterpoint yeah, it, too. Yeah, because I've been trained through a, okay. lot, a lot of my life, through a lot of my business so let me, before I got in, was, yeah. was being able to... If you're gonna If you're going to present a problem... Present a solution to the problem as well, and, yes. I, and I feel like that's what we did. So I think we answered your question. Let's, let's play a game. Okay, I like okay. games. You like a game? I, oh, I did this with Mark. I like this with Mark yesterday. We we discussed. Quick best, question. Yes, because I know it appears greatly. Can he answer the questions as George Lucas? He, it depends on on the year. Okay. Okay. Every odd year you can. Every even year you can't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And this is what we're going to do. Me and Mark did this yesterday. We okay. actually might do a podcast on this, but I, I, I kind of want to see engage this idea. Test the waters. Yeah, test the waters. Right, it's, it's a little bit of A-B testing yeah. going on right now. So okay. the idea is we went through since 1990 mm-hmm. to about this year's um, Academy Award for winning Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And I went through all of them and said, what's the most memorable movie? Like, is the movie still memorable? Does it hold up today? Oh, okay. So we're okay. about the specific. So, yeah, yeah. So, and then we'll kind of... I'll we'll say yes or no, and then I'll just tell you. I'll tell you what else was on the best picture nominee, and what, okay. if it's more memorable, you know, in that sense, memorable as in like overall. Like, well, yeah, I, I remember the year that uh, which one was it? Traffic won yeah. that one, and we're like, "Fuck you, Science of the Lamb." Yeah, yeah. No, so, no, 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 no. That was Beauty and the. Oh no, no, uh, wait, wait, Science wait. of the Lamb that won over Beauty and the Beast yes. that year. Okay. And so, wait, wait, was it was it uh, Green Mile that was it the same? And, uh, can you do me a favor too, by the way? Can you yeah. just keep score? So we'll do the we're gonna do the nineties, and then we're gonna do the two thousands up till now. In, in this regard, yeah, so I have two percent battery. So no, oh, okay. I so <laughs> his phone's been charging. Do you now. have? Do you have? Can you do? Can you yeah, do my, a favor? My phone's off. So Actually, let me turn it on. Real quick. I didn't charge my phone today before coming over. I'm a smart person. Okay. Oh, I got it. Oh, he's got it. I mean, you're gonna have to work on. Is this an odd number or an even number? Can I join? That's you? a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what year yeah. it is. Okay. okay. So let's start with 1990. Got okay, it. that's an odd number. Okay, right? Dances with Wolves is the best picture. Is that a memorable film? 
or not memorable film? Like, is it mm-hmm. is it something that the Academy still remembers in the sense of like, oh, one best picture? Oh yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that one I want to say was memorable, and it became memorable again when it became controversial. Okay, yeah. so it got memorable twice. So I want you. It's it's in the columns. I want you to write nineteen like the nineties. And then yet memorable and not memorable, and then do like you know one two those type of thing. You don't have to like, you know what I mean, I can just go by year. Right? Yeah, I need by you year. to write down the name of the film, the producer, the writer. No, 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 we're not gonna director, do that. So, and, and just to give you a heads up, what came out in ninety also, which probably made it win: Awakenings, Ghost, Goodfellas, and The Godfather Part Three. Mm. All right, so. Goodfellas and Ghosts yeah. Were, yeah. were pretty good competition. Pretty, yeah. there. Godfather, Godfather 3, 3 is yeah. memorable, like as in it's a movie that yeah. Yeah. definitely I, I, as, you, as you don't know it, when you have the second, the yeah. other two. Yeah. And, and also, how the fuck did Godfather 3 get into the Academy for Best Movie of the Year when we all know, no. <laughs> That's true. So let's move on to 91. Okay. Now you can do George Lucas. Okay. okay. Silence <laughs> of the Lambs 1, memorable or not memorable? I think it's memorable. You know, the thing with um, Silent of the Lambs is I, I think it's really one of the most uh, memorable uh, ho- horror movies. That you yeah. can do. They don't want to call it horror. You know, they, they wanted to call it a, a psychological uh, thriller. But, you know, if I could do it again, and I would uh, multiple times, I, I would uh, I definitely consider it to be uh, one of the most uh, memorable uh, horror films, you know. Yeah. yeah. Would, would you put more, some more CGI in there? I would just put a little bit more CGI in there. I would, I would put like a, a little gopher on top of. Do you uh, think you know, uh, we should probably CGI a dick on, on on the guy who says "Would you fuck me"? How, you know, how do you feel about um, uh, Anthony Hopkins being Hannibal Lecter? He should have been Qui Gon, right? I think uh, you know Anthony. You know he's a good guy, but I think he should have just done it a little bit faster, a little bit more intense. Um, as as a as, oh as boy, this would be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it, let me put it in the memorable. memorable. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, so the Lambs is one of the great. What else was that year? Yeah. Was was Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, and the Prince of Tides. I don't know the Prince of Tides. Never really heard of it. Mm. It's not okay. memorable in that regard. Beauty and the Beast is one of the better yeah. Disney films that ever and come out. JFK is, is a film that people still know about in the sense, of like sure. it's still it's still in the mindset uh, now, minds of people. Yeah. Now this mainly because of the event, not because of the movie. Yeah. That yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. And Bugsy, not really. Nah. You know. I mean, I never saw it, so I mean, it's not something that people will talk about. I in the, I remember it being good. Yeah. That is definitely a movie that when you watch it, <laughs> feels like a '90s movie. Mm. Okay. Silence of the Lambs transcends its era yeah, as well. It agreed. doesn't feel like a nineties movie. It feels like this is a legendary film. Yes. Now we're now now obviously this has been something that I've been tossing back and forth with mm-hmm. my entire life. As, as long as I could between Silence of the Lambs and Beauty of the Beast, which yeah. one deserved that one more. Yeah. Um and that is such a hard thing for me. Because I is. love horror and I love that movie so much. Yeah. But Beauty and the Beast is in my opinion, the best hand-drawn animated film that Disney has ever created. Mm. It is one of the most timeless classics of yeah. of all time, really. I think that movie can go toe-to-toe with any decade because yeah. it's just fucking beautiful. And the animation is revolutionary. The emotions are perfect. The acting is incredible. Yeah. The, the, the story is great. It's, it's not flawless, yeah. but it's damn near. Yeah. And... Same can be said with Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Like those are those are performances that are going to be remembered long after everyone in that movie has passed. Yeah. All right. So 1992. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't I want to cut him off. I didn't want to yeah, be rude. I don't know. So uh, I just right. wanted to get my, my notes on both of them. I can't pick a favorite. But you don't have to pick the favorite. It's just it's yeah. just it's a memorable. memorable? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need two Unforgiven wins. Is that a memorable mm-hmm. film or not memorable film? It is definitely the end of an era for a genre. And, yeah. And uh, I mean the the era for that genre ended long before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say that one is memorable for yeah. what it was. Yep. 
And then you have the crying game, A Few Good Men, Howard's End, Scent of a Woman. Though those are still mm-hmm. all but, very nineties movies. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like crying the crying game and a few good men and Steven Scent of a Woman are like, you know, still member remember really, really good. I, I, I would I would say I never I, heard of Howard's End, so yeah. I don't like it's not in the it's not something people talk about. You know, what I mean this is it, I mean, it's memorable. It's something people still talk about yeah. in this regard. So yeah, keep that I, in mind, yeah, too. I'd, I'd, I'd say a, a few good minutes <clears throat> is the only one that I can feel transcends yeah. it feeling like a 90s movie a yeah. little bit. It's not about the Be- feeling of a 90s movie, though. Remember, it's it's about being a memory. Like, yeah. Still but talked I, I, about I, from I, years on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what that's what can. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. because, because, because certain movies you can watch if yeah. they're in the 80s or 90s. Yeah. And it feels like, oh, this is a good film, but this was definitely yeah. in the 80s, yeah. which doesn't allow it to be timeless. Gotcha. Yeah. Now next year uh, is ninety three, right? We're on ninety three. Yeah. So you have Schindler's List, which won. Then you have mm-hmm. The Fugitive, In the Name of the Father, The Piano, and The Remains of the Day. Of the Day. Now the only movie that's memorable in general and the winner of the Best Picture, hands down, is uh, well. Besides The Fugitive, I should lie. Fugitive's there. pretty fun. Yeah. Fugitive, yeah. But Schindler's those three, list. those three other ones are who the fuck are those? Yeah. Who the yeah, fuck are those? Not- but again, Schindler's List is a memorable film, so it's a memorable Legendary. best picture. Yeah. yeah. So let's go to, let's go to 94 then. So we all agree on Schindler's List. Absolutely. Yeah. Forrest Gump wins best picture. Very memorable film. This is it's kind of like, yeah. yeah. And then you have Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp mm. Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption. How Ooh. stacked is 94, Ooh. first of all? Ooh. Oh, God. I yeah. love pretty much all those movies, yeah. except for one of them. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy that, like, yeah. It's crazy that they're all still on, like, the name. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so far, only really. Like in How each year, different if at all. Do you think things would have been if Pulp Fiction took that win? I don't know. To be honest, I can't. I because things still worked out pretty good it, for it, him. It did. But, it did. But did Quentin need but that even, ego boost before? Yeah, yeah right. Like, I don't yeah, think Quentin, even like, Mark said last night the Shawshank should have won Best Picture. He thinks yeah, Shawshank as, as good as Forrest Gump is. Shawshank's fucking great. It it is very good, Forrest, but it didn't do as much new. Yeah, as yeah. Forrest Gump did. Gotcha. Forrest Gump, uh, Zemeckis is he. He loves you know. He was kind of a bit of a Lucas, yeah. where he loved revolutionizing things. Yeah. To, yeah, either Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. Back to the Future. He he did shit in his movies that hadn't really been done yeah. in that particular way before. True. And Forrest Gump was no different. Um, and in terms of like which one of those two would I want to watch again? Forrest Gump. Yeah. Because it makes me happy. It's yeah. Filled with whimsy. It's great. Um, Shawshank. I want to cry, but it's a good cry. It's yeah. a good movie. It's yeah. a really good yeah. movie. But Forrest is is just. A more of a fun watch. 95. Mm-hmm. Braveheart one. Mm-hmm. Memorable mm-hmm. or not memorable? Yes. Definitely, right? There, there are kids yeah. who say the quote who have no idea what the movie Steve even is. That's about as Now, as Apollo 13, Babe, The Postman, and, and Sensibility. Yeah. A fucking Postman? Yeah. And Sense and Sensibility were the other nomination. Okay. See, The Postman is like, no, not on my list. No. Ba- even Babe 2. I mean, I didn't like the movie. I'm sorry. Babe 2 was up for. No, Babe, just Babe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Babe 2 as well. Yeah, we were already shocked with the original Babe. Yeah, 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 like, babe wait, hold on a second. Right. You're telling me. So, okay, the 96, The English Patient wins. Now, is that a memorable mm. film or no? I, like, a memorable in the sense of like people still talk about it. No. I, no. no. So, let's. We, no. People that know okay. contenders for 96. Yeah. But Far- it, is, it is a pretty good movie. It's, yeah. It's but it's pretty, not something that people still no. talk about. Yeah. No, Far- it's, it definitely and it's crazy because, like, think about what we well, yeah, from 90 to what? 90 to 95. Five years or six years, whatever it of is. Just legendary runs yeah. of, of, of all these movies. Like, every one of those movies yeah. is in a film school somewhere. And then and then you have Fargo, Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Secrets and Lies and Shine. So out of, how the fuck did Jerry Maguire and Fargo not win though? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the, you know what's funny? Especially so, Fargo. So mm-hmm. far from what we talked about in '96, only 
two of those are the most memorable films out of Best Picture. Everything else I never fucking heard of or never really like knew about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then 97, the winner, easy, hands down, was Titanic. Obviously memorable fucking film. Yeah. You can't really say that, right? You can't knock Titanic. As good as it gets is another one on the on the best picture. Full, the full Monty, Good Will Hunting, Elevate LA Confidential. Another really strong year of contenders. Very strong year. Yeah. As good as it gets was um uh Nicholson, one right? What was that? Nicholson for as good yes, as it, it gets. Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay, cool. Um, and then 98 is Shakespeare in Love. Now, is that the memorable movie? Is that a memorable movie to you guys in the sense of like people still talk about it? Or no. Yeah, I, I, I've heard people talk about Shakespeare in Love every night. I, I, but the, the majority of time I hear Shakespeare talk, uh, t- Shakespeare in Love talked about is how it motherfucking s- stole from another movie that we'll probably mention in here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that, that is one of the more controversial because, wins. And that's mm-hmm. the only reason it gets mentioned. Which is crazy because I talked about this with Mark yesterday, which is kind of funny. You have Shakespeare in Love and Elizabeth that are both nominated, both. Shakespearean type of movies yeah. in the sense of the era, right? Then you have Life is Beautiful with Roberto Bedini, and then you have Saving Private Ryan, two World yeah. War II, and two mm. World War II movies at the same time. The, the, so, that, that's what it is. And then you have The Thin Red Line, which is a... Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie, but it is fucking phenomenal. But the motherfucking fact that that movie won over Saving Private Ryan and is even, the only fucking reason that movie is remembered. Mm. Yeah. That is true. And even Life is Beautiful, which is a beautiful fucking movie yeah. to begin with. It's fucking sad as shit, but still. But Saving Private Ryan is a legendary film. That's true, yeah. And, okay, so that's not mem- we're saying that's not memorable? Yeah, yeah no. it's it, it's not memorable for the right reasons. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And then 90, uh, 99, round 99. So American Beauty wins. Memorable or not memorable? Memorable. Memorable? Yeah. Okay. Sa- I, Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The Insider, and The oh, Sixth Sense are all. Mile. I mean. That's a, that's a good year. That's a good year. That's another good year. It's a real good year. Six good, 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 good movies, but I would say, um, I, I know that one has become more of a controversial yeah, thing yeah, of, of a lot of things that we need. Even before that happened, a lot of people were questioning whether or not American yeah. Beauty was a good movie, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. the Some of the scenes in that movie have become Americana. Yeah. yeah. And that's the Sam Mendes movie, I think, too, right? Yeah. So we're going to 2000s now. So flip that around. Even early 2000s. Early 2000s. Nothing but gems. Yep. Well, oh, I don't know. Let's see. There's so many fun <laughs> horror movies in the two. Glad- oh, they're all great. Gladiator wins. Then we have uh-huh. Chocolat, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Aaron Brockovich, and Traffic. Chocolat's good, by the way. Chocolat is good. Now, yeah. is Gladiator, Gladi- I think Gladiator is memorable. That's a hands down for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Overall, those? Yeah. Uh, overall. Okay. So next year, 20, 2001, A Beautiful Mind wins. Memorable or not memorable? I think not memorable. Yeah, you have to go with that. Not, not, yeah. not. Yeah, not I, I, I remember. I remember in its time, but no, yeah. I, I don't really. But it's not something talk. that like they talk about now. Yeah, no, you I don't know? hear it talked about. So we have Gosford anymore. Park in the bedroom, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings, and Moulin Rouge were all nominated. Okay, that so year. so now I understand why that movie won. Right, so yeah. I know I know which one is going to win in three years. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then and then the next year, two thousand two, Chicago, memorable or not memorable? Yeah, memorable? Chicago. You think hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't think so. It's something I don't talk. It, 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 it was it was Moulin Rouge, but better. I I something that people don't talk about though. Like who talks about Chicago still? It was, uh, Chicago that win they had it coming. Did they really? They're just oh, being sarcastic. You're, you're all very proud of me for that one, and I love you. But so, I love you back. So, no, they absolutely. Yeah, no. Chicago, I believe, uh, is deserving of a best picture for sure. But yeah, but is it memorable? Like hell is it, yeah, I hear people talk about Chicago all the fucking time. Yeah, if if, if, if anything, <laughs> really? yeah, because because what it is is you had the pr- year previous when Moulin Rouge got released, yeah. and people realized, oh shit, we do love musicals again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then okay. Chicago was a better version of that. And then we were now accepting of okay. musicals yeah. again to win. Okay. And then you have Gangs of New York, The Hours, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and The Pianist. I mean, Gangs of New York and The Pianist are some of my favorite movies. Yeah. But those are very much Oscar bait. So I would say at that point, 
yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that Chicago won because yeah. musicals were a big part of Hollywood and it was time for them to come back and they did it. They made it come back. In and a if very, I didn't know way. what was going to win the next year, I would be upset about the two towers yeah. not winning, but mm-hmm. I'm happy that things worked out. So the way yeah, Lord of the Rings wins is, I think, you know what? I'm going to be controversial about this. I don't think it's as memorable as the other ones though. You don't think Return of the King is more memorable than Two Towers I, or Fellowship? I think, I think Fellowship and Two Towers are more memorable to me. I, you know what, like, but the Battle of yeah, no, the Battle I, of Helm's Deep is Two Towers. Yeah, the Battle that's Helm's true. Deep, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, but yeah, literally yeah. every yeah. other battle is Return of the King. <laughs> the, the, well, the, it's because it's a movie of battles. Yeah, the the fucking um the uh uh, uh um. The, the White City. God, it's been so long. Gandalf. No, 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 Gandalf. The city. The, the White uh, uh, Minas Tirith. Okay. The Minas Tirith battle. Um, the 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 big battle yeah. with the with the ghosts and the elephants and shit yeah. like that. Like that. That's cool. Not only that, but all the endings. Like but, that was the first time we ever saw a huge like the unfilmable yeah. story come to a close and in done in in that big of a way. Like Jackson is his movies. Okay. Are you, you all good? What? What? You, okay. Shh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think. I mean, I, I guess it's, it's my opinion on that is controversial. Mm-hmm. So you guys are saying yeah. we'll say it's memorable. And I'm then. not saying you're wrong. Yeah. Because I don't have the right to say. Yeah. It. I just. Wait, no, but I mean, agree and disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 2003 is so it's Return memorable. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. because also the end of the saga and finally, well, the, one of those movies had to win. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Well, that's true too. But <laughs> I'm saying like when I think of Lord of the Rings, I'm really thinking the first two. Not really much of Return of the King because in my mind, when I'm seeing it, I don't see as much on TV than I do see Fellowship or the Two Towers in that regard. Yeah. That's why it's not memorable for me. And that's why that's why I say it's not memorable. Mm. So next year we But have, also it has Lord of the Rings in front of it. Well, so immediately yeah. memorable. Because yeah. th- those movies fucking changed that, everything. Yeah, everything. It, it, they, they now made fantasy acceptable. Like yeah. That wasn't even like a, that wasn't just a phrase. Like they literally called those books the unfilmable story. Yeah. And they thought that yeah. it was going to end with Ralph Bakshi's uh, uh, animated version. Yeah. Have you seen that by the way? Oh, I did. I saw it. Which, uh, fun, right? which one? The Return of the King or the, the, the he film? only made one. So Ralph wait, Bakshi, wait, wait. he animated, uh, it was just called Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. I saw that one. And, and it it's ended just the first at two. the end. Yeah. It, it stopped yeah. at the end of then two Then they made the Hobbit also and they made the Return of the King as well. Hobbit which was uh, weird. And Return of the King was weirder. Yeah. So next year, two thousand four is a million dollar baby that wins. I think that's not memorable. No, and it's not even yeah. one of his best films. Yeah, so it's so put that in the no column. Is it a good movie? Yes. It's, is it, yeah, <laughs> it's a good movie, but it's not memorable in the sense of like you know next no. year at the Academy well, yeah, they're not it, winning. It, 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 and also definitely one hundred percent didn't change a yeah. fuck thing about the industry. So, so you have mm-hmm. the Aviator, Finding Neverland, Ray, and Sideways. Finding Neverland. Oh man, that one should lo- that should have won. Should have won. No, Finding I'm, I'm, I'm actually great. the opinion of what were the other ones. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, one second. I was just going to scrolling down the aviator, uh, Ray. aviator. I feel like aviator should have won, but also, I mean, uh, you know, he was in the movie and he, he's, he's not a lot of win for another 10 years. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Leo, we're, we're, we are talking about the aviator yeah. is the one yeah. with little Leo in, yeah. the, in the, in the space thing. No, yeah. not space. No, thing. no, well, no, yeah, no, no, there's a space thing, but I mean that, that was he's Howard Hughes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Howard Hughes, which is a fascinating fucking story. I'm thinking Leo, of the Navigator. I'm and sorry. And Leo fucking killed that yeah. performance. Yeah. That okay. was a brilliant film. So next year, we have Crash that won. Crash is the one that also gets remembered because of the fact that it won and it didn't fucking deserve it. So memorable. Not memorable. Not memorable. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Or memorable for the wrong reasons. Memorable mm-hmm. for the wrong reasons, but not memorable in the sense of like remembering it for no. like seeing shit. You know what I mean? No, seeing it, it, again in the yeah. minds of the people. I originally said yeah. traffic, but traffic is yeah. the reason why so, Crash won. Brokeback Mountain was on there. Capote, Good Luck, Good Shot Night, Good Night, and Good Luck, and Munich. Now yeah. I have a question. 
Look at the board real quick. Do you see a pattern now in the 2000s? Kind of. Okay, so but but also this is the same pattern of uh, not, one, of not just this film, but also uh, the 2000s were just not a great time for films. But, so. Okay, okay. No, yeah, I get that. But even I think it's, it'll get crazier in the later years, I think, too. Yeah. I think I think you might guys agree with me as well, yeah. and we'll get to it. So we'll get to it. So, But you're seeing, you're starting to see a trend that we talked, we found out like yesterday after yeah. going through this. And yeah, uh, halfway through the decade. Yeah. So 2006 is The Departed, Babel, Letters from Hiroshima, Little Miss Sunshine, The Queen. Now, The Departed is a memorable film. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that's agreeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd say out of all the, maybe it's just that 2006 wasn't the most memorable year. I Well, that is 2006, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh. Because based on a lot of this, it's like, yeah, those are all fine films. Yeah. But none of them are like legendary by any sense. I remember what one next year. No, which one? The No Country for Old Men one last Hell yeah. year. Okay, yeah. It's memorable because you had Atonement, you know, Juno, uh, Michael Clayton, and There Will Be Blood, which is a memorable film. That's also. a lot of good films. Yeah. yeah. But even though Michael Clayton really, like, who's really talking about Michael Clayton still? And who's, I mean, Juno, yes, as much as everyone loves Juno and Jason Reitman, it's not as talked about as. It still is in the minds of yeah, mindset. Juno did kind of drop off a little bit. See? I always yeah. just kind of right. think of it as the movie that everyone talks about, yeah. but no one's really talking no, about I, it I, anymore. I, the, the only time it gets brought up is if you start talking about quirky comedies. And then they'll be yeah. like, oh, like Juno? Like, oh, yeah, it started with Juno. God, I miss Michael Sarah. All right, here we go. I kind of do too, honestly. Here we go, guys. Come back, 2008. Buddy. Slumdog Millionaire wins. I don't think it's memorable. I think, for me personally, it's actually very memorable mm-hmm. because this is about the time that we saw... Um, indie films getting recognition. Okay. Yeah. But it's not something that they like, you know, it's like when you recognize something at the Oscars, I think they always like bring up old yeah. movies and classic movies. I don't see them talking about Slumdog Millionaire. They don't talk about it, but it, I, I would actually add that to an attestment of how memorable it is because I have an awful memory, yeah. but I can remember every frame of this and I saw it twice. Okay. Okay. And also beyond that, it was one of the very first times that a movie won Best Picture. Mm-hmm. And because of that best picture, everyone went out and saw it and go went, oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. This was one of the first times, yeah, where it, people weren't like, oh, yay, it won. Yeah. It, it was kind of a parasite situation where they're like, oh, look at that. Go yeah. check it out. Oh, it's amazing. Well, that, that's how the whole thesis we talked about, too, mm-hmm. is like parasite. Is it going to be memorable next year in that yeah. regard? You know what I mean? Is it going to be memorable? Like, yeah, it's the hot ticket right now. Yeah. But is it going to be like remembered like I, next year, I, 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 two I, years I, from now, three years yeah. from now? I, I would say based on what it is, yes. Okay. What were the other runners up? And oh, maybe, maybe because of, because I would say Pirates because of the Caribbean I'll, 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 also, no, no, it was, I'm sorry. Yeah, also is an, it's another movie that that breaks trend. Yeah, because the reason I believe is, yes, Slumdog Millionaire is yeah uh, a memorable film because it was one of the very first yeah. things outside of the Hollywood system that mm. got recognized and pushed to that level. Okay, and then mm. ended up becoming successful because it got pushed to that level. Now we have Parasite yeah. that just won Movie of the Year, and. Maybe at that time, not a lot of people saw it. There's a yeah. lot of word of mouth yeah. that the people were like, oh, wow, this is really good. Couple oh, wait, Facebook holy shit. It's, but, it's, on, it's on Best Picture. That's really interesting. And then that pushed it. And it's the very first time we have recognized yeah. a film with subtitles. And the crazy thing is, too, the DGA, whenever you win the Director's Guild, your movie's definitely winning like Best Director, and it kind of like beat that streak, too, I believe. Yeah. And then, so again, um, in 2008 was The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost slash Nixon, Milk, and The Reader. Never heard of the reader, yeah, but and I saw Frost and Nixon. That I mean, was good. Yeah, it was good. And and Benjamin Button was also very yeah. good. Yeah. But I'm very happy sometimes yeah. there one. Okay, mm-hmm. the next year after that, 2009, The Hurt Locker. That's a fine film. Yeah. But it's not no, memorable. Is it memorable? memorable? Yeah, no. 
So you have, this is a big one too, because it has a lot of fucking things on it. It has Avatar, The Blind Side, District 9, and Education, and Glorious Bastards, Precious, A Serious Man, uh, Up and Up in the Air. Okay. That's a big one. I uh, would, I would. I that's would, when they, I think, ex- like moved the Academy to more films. Yeah. I, I, there's only two on there that I do believe are best picture worthy. Up, I mean, yes. Up and then Glorious Bastards. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but they're not absolutely. giving it to Quentin Tarantino. No, they're yeah. not going to give but it to even, Quentin Tarantino. They wouldn't give him that. Even Up should have won. I think <laughs> Up should have won. Up is yeah. a beautiful up film. Absolutely should have. But they're won. also not going to give it to Pixar. Oh, that's true too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in the two thousand. We're in two thousand ten. They're like Pixar. You can get best animated picture. Okay, you, know, you have. Those. Let me see if you guys remember this. Uh, in two thousand ten, the King Speech won. Memorable or not memorable? I remember that film, yeah, but Jeffrey no. Rush. It's not memory. It's no, not. I, mem- I, 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 yeah, I, I wouldn't put it in a legendary film. It yeah. was, it's a very good biopic. Put it in the mm-hmm. put in the uh, lose column. So you have 127 hours. Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, The Kids Are All Right, Social Network, Toy Story Three, True Grit, and Winner's Bone. Agree yeah, there's there's Toy definitely Story a lot of other films. Kind of What's <laughs> well, that? Said so I would have given it to Toy Story Three, but I'm biased. And I, yeah. I, I mean, Inception, Inception. King's Be- Fucking Inception. Social Network too. Mm-hmm. Social Network is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next year, 2011, The Artist. Oh, I I don't even remember that movie at See? all right now. Yeah, I I remember the name. Was it in black and white? Yeah. Okay. You have you have the Descendants, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, The Help, Hugo. Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and Warhorse. Warhorse, I remember. Wow, I, I, I remember Hugo for being a fucking failure. Yeah. Um, I liked Hugo, though. It, it was good. Enough, yeah. It was good, but my God, did that movie not do well. Yeah. Okay, so then 2012, you have uh, Argo winning, which is, I think, memorable. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Argo's yeah. I mean, right. I never saw it. It's a memorable film for Argo me. Was really Bitches, good. Ben Affleck is good. Get over yourself. Yep. Yeah. Then you have, Argo, fuck yourself. You have Armor, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django, Lemiz. Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Lining Playbooks, and Zero Dark Thirty, which is funny because I thought Life of Pi won Best Picture for some strange reason. It, it, it did win a couple of awards. Yeah, yeah. Time. Okay, then. Uh, Les Mis is impressive as hell. Yeah. I, I, but I they love also that let movie, that motherfucker but... sing, and that was a problem. Which motherfucker? I know uh, you're gonna. His... I know you're gonna say it. I'm gonna disagree with you. So just go ahead. Yeah, do it. No, what, what, what's his name? Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Oh. That man is singing his heart out. Okay. Yeah, but it's not good. It doesn't. It doesn't sound perfect. But you no, can feel the emotions. Good. No, I don't. And that's it sounds what, bad. No, you feel emotions from it. That no. man is singing guys, from the soul. Guys, guys, I saw guys, him, Let's I, not I, be here till yeah. next year. I, okay. I, I felt right. nothing I'm but annoyance. I love you guys, but like 2013. 2013 is when. The was the longest running. I'm kidding. It's actually not though. I found that out recently. War and Peace. 2024. Uh, 12 Years a Slave won. That's a good movie. Yeah. But is it memorable? Yeah. Is it, is it really, though? Like, how many people are still talking about 12 Years a Slave? I I mean, I may be... You're a little biased, I think. Uh, the, the, yeah. I, 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 I hear it talked about quite a lot, but yeah. It is but but it's also because he's... From my family and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. yeah. So is it memorable, though? I think so. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say people still. I'm going to say based on what I've seen, and yeah, I have heard people talk about it. I, I think it just depends on what part, what, what, what culture you're more okay. exposed to. So it's kind of like a maybe. Yeah. Just uh, strike in the middle then. Because it, it, it definitely was very important. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then let's uh, oh, memorable. So you have American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomona, and The Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street, Street should definitely yeah. won. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, but I am. Captain Phillips is it's good. incredible. It's good, but that one is not deserving of a win. Yeah. Wait, hold on. What, which, what, what, was the, what was the win on that one again? The, the win was uh, 12 Years a Slave. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. But is it memorable for a best picture? Um, There's, there, that's really the question. You're not thinking about yeah. your, your. No, no yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm, I was trying to think myself out of it, but no, oh, okay. I, I think it is. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
I, I, I think I think that's a very important film. I'm glad it won. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have in 2014 Birdman winning. Yeah. Uh, it was cinematography. Sure. Yeah. That's, way more than cinematography. Yeah, the, I think the whole movie yeah, is a strong everything thing. Everything start to finish is memorable. So I then you have American Sniper, Boyhood. Boyhood's great too. Uh, the Grant, my, my ex-girlfriend. Real funny. quick, with Boyhood, you, you remember um, the museum they went to with the butterflies? You were there. That's in Houston. I grew yeah. up right next to yeah. that. So that whole section, whenever they're in that area, yeah. that was like all filmed in my childhood in like Sugarland area and stuff. Uh, it was so, Minute Maid Park, uh, I remember when that opened, whenever yeah. the, when they hit the home run and the train goes. Like, oh, that shit. was so cool to see that stuff on film. I've never thought I'd ever see that town on I, a big screen. I never saw someone so uncomfortable watching Boyhood. I'm uh, Not to blast my ex-girlfriend, but my ex-girlfriend, Felt it was too real for her, and like that whole like life, that, like how that movie was. Which storyline? What part the whole thing? I, f- I think to her was like felt real to her. Well, it was. I mean, I guess yeah. It, it was mean, real to her because she, I think, she experienced those things. Uh-huh. So that's why she's like felt uncomfortable watching. She's like, I can't watch this anymore. And there's also a type of horror that, like you know, ex- existential horror that could be triggered by just seeing life progression. Yeah, which can also be like, oh well, my god, life is a thing and it's going and it's yeah, hard yeah. and it's ending and all. So yeah, yeah. But um, that's a different episode, so, of a different show. Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, was Hell yes, lost. fucking love that movie. Imitation Game, um, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. I mean, a lot of good films, but fucking Budapest Hotel is great. Now, I I had uh now 2015 with Spotlight. Now I never saw this movie, and it's not. not Spotlight is um nothing short of incredible. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's It's memorable. But is it memorable for the Oscars in the sense of like? Is it still holding up? Is it still yes. holding up to today to all these other winners that you have? Oh God, I don't know. I've, I've, I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Really? Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, anyone who's watching needs to... You know what it's about, right? It, it, well, Mark was explaining to me yesterday. Mm, do yeah. you know? I mean, it's it's probably a good film, but sadly, yeah. the Oscar win didn't help it. The fact that it won in regards to its subject matter is, I think, incredibly memorable. Yeah. Yeah. This is a movie that's outright calling out the Catholic Church yeah. and, and the people who did that groundwork of the investigation and all that yeah. stuff, not pulling any but punches or changing any Look what else tracks. you had, like, too, at the time. The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. I'm surprised The Martian didn't win. Yeah, same. I understand I, I, why I'm Mad surprised Max. that Bridge of Spies didn't win. Yeah. Not that, because I think it's the a, a really, really, really great film. I, I had a good time with it, but it seems very oscar baity. But even out of all those movies like that you're, that you're listening, you're hearing from me, it, I think Spotlight's the weakest out of all those, and that's why it's not memorable in, those, in my eyes then. That's how I see it. I mean, I may just be... Bias, you may be biased. I, yeah, because I because I really liked it, and I remember that movie more than um, most of the other ones. I'm trying to think. What, what was it again? I mean, Mad Max Fury Road. Come yeah. the fuck on. Yeah, I mean, I I saw that last year for the first uh, time. The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, uh, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. And the Martians. Yeah, the Martians, great. great. Even like you know. So next year, should I move on? Or are we? Yeah, 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 yeah Twenty sixteen. Then uh, twenty sixteen. Okay, twenty sixteen. Is Moonlight that wins? As much as I love Moonlight. It's not memorable. Yeah, um, I remember wanting something else really bad. What, what were the contenders? And again? then you have Arrival. That's what the year with La La Land. Oh no, well, well, yeah. So yeah, I want La La Land. Uh, I want La La Land too. Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw. Actually, this is the first time I ever saw most of these films on here. Uh, you have Hell and High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, and Manchester by the Sea. Hidden Figures, I also. All right, cool. So twenty sixteen was a very uh, forgettable year. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, so even, I, you know what too? This is gonna be, you might might agree, disagree with me too. In 2017, Shape of Water won. 
as much as I love Shape of Water, I fucking love that movie. It's not memorable. And this, let me hear me out because there's fish fucking him, and everyone was okay with it. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> memorable in the sense of like a best picture. Like in the next two years, you have the Green Book and you have Parasite winning, right? And even before that, you have what was it? Moonlight winning. Like, no one's talking about Moonlight, but no one's still talking about Shape of Water. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they are. Ma- are you fit? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> Many people are still talking about Shape of Water. Really? And rightfully so. Not only is that I think in the cinematography, though. First, oh, yeah. I mean, not just cinematography, <laughs> okay, but okay, for look, everything look, about it. Here's why we know it's a really good film. Okay. There's fish fucking, and the entire world is okay with it. All right. Because yep. the story is good enough to be okay with it. All right, you win. It's and memorable. Del Toro <laughs> did the best power down. move I've ever seen in an Oscar thing. His speech went on, and you know someone like me can appreciate this. Yeah. His speech went on a little long, yeah. and they started playing the music, and he goes, no, 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 no. I've waited 20 years for this. <laughs> Stop. And they cut the music off and yeah. let him finish. Oh, good for that. And I'm like, yes, so Del yeah, Toro. Good. So, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. A lot of good films out here. Yep. Yeah. As much as I love Get Out, and I okay. Three Billboards is really good, I uh, Shape of Water, but, any day. How do you feel about Green Book winning in 2018? Memorable or not memorable? Good sports I haven't movie. seen it. I saw it. I hated it. Not a sports I, movie. It's not, it's not it's a sports not, movie. Is it? Isn't no. it? Oh, no. I'm thinking about fucking... What? Green. The, the, the Brad Pitt movie about baseball. Yeah, and that's, uh, oh, Moneyball. Yeah, yeah Moneyball. Yeah, 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 but yeah. the Green Book was, yeah, say it's not memorable. Yeah, I don't fucking it, know. It's ter- I think it's a terrible movie. I saw it. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, which I don't like either that much. The Favorite, Roma, Star is Born, which should have won everything, and Vice. Oh, Star, Star is Born. Born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Parasite, we all yes. agree. Parasite yeah. won. So my whole thing. Oh, was, what were the other contenders again? Oh, for, for this year? Thing? Yeah. Ford vs. Ferrari, great uh, movie, by the way. I've heard. Uh, the Irishman. Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm thinking about watching the first season of The Irishman every uh, come up soon. But. <laughs> so, in in my theory with everything, too, going to this whole game, playing with you, I think if you look at it, ever since 2000s, you just see a trend of like non-memorable, a lot more non-memorable movies winning these awards. I think there's actually a pretty consistent... I mean, it, 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 I mean, not from 1990 to 1995. No, no, yeah, yeah. But, but, but I, 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 I think part of it is you can see a change, a change in how movies are made in eras. Because yeah. mm-hmm. even if you go back further, because we went back a little bit to the 80s and stuff like that, there's so many memorable yeah. fucking movies because, out because, of that shit. Because also the difference is there's not as many movies being yeah. made. Well, that's true too. And in the, the categories is a little bit smaller too as well. Yeah. But even like, you know what too, I, was tell, I told Mark last night, I'm like, you know, people are going to be like, you know, some of the movies that we think are not memorable are going to be memorable to kids like 20 years. Yeah. So it's going to be a very interesting dynamic of what, what happened. Yeah. So that's, that's my game. Yeah. I, I like liked it. it. It's, it's fun. And I, I think a lot of times as you play, you'll, you'll end up seeing similar, but yeah. there, there are going to be ones where you're going to be just like a couple of times you're yeah. shocked by our answer of like, yeah. fuck yeah, it's been yeah. real to us. Yeah. That means, that means a lot yeah. to, to, not, to me. Shape of, shape of Water is, is a huge mark yeah. on, on our side of the court. Yeah. Whereas like, not only did a, a horror movie win, yeah. it, a monster movie won. And it's it's because of how brilliant it was written, yeah. how brilliant it was directed, how brilliant it, it was an out of the box story. There's crazy. The acting is. It was just the swamp thing, okay? It was the swamp yeah. thing. But that's the thing that's amazing. Yeah. It but is it's a really a good from, version of the swamp it's, thing. It, it's as if yeah. it, it, how I describe it to people who haven't seen it is I know everybody wants to say oh it, the fish fuck, but then yeah. they go and they expect something different. You need to go in there expecting this is a, a sci-fi horror movie they would have made in the fifties if they had yeah. the technology from today. That's true. No, you're right. 
And I, I, I mean, brilliant. again, I'm, I, I just see it when I put, when I do the game, see, I'm still learning to play this game yeah. is I'm seeing it as a memorable of what the Oscars were. If you're looking at everything lined up, yeah. like, are they still talked about today in that regard? So I'm trying to figure that out as well. Yeah. And I, I, I think part of what you're going to see, especially when you start getting into the later years yeah. where there's just so many films, yeah. it's because it's such a diverse amount of films and there, mm-hmm. there are more people watching films yeah. in different ways. Certain movies are going to be memorable to different groups True. of people. No, you're right. You're right. No, you're definitely right. I agree, I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm going to place that actually more often now. I think about it, even yeah. though mm-hmm. we're totally past four, episode uh, 48. Now I can't. And we just, <laughs> we just skipped around, like going back to 40 uh, something, wherever you guys are. Yeah, so, I mean, come on. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. I think I, I, think I have a, I have actually have a podcast uh, tomorrow, and I have one uh, Sunday. I'll probably play it with them. Yeah, break it out. Break yeah, it out. I'm, I'm gonna bring it out. I'm gonna see what they. I'm gonna see what they say. That's, yeah, even though I know it's like a good 20, 30 year gap, I think it's very interesting to see what that progression is as well. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, is there anything else that we're missing, by the way? I mean, if you need us to talk for another four and a half hours, well, yes. Well, is but- there anything that you guys want to discuss at all? Like anything else that you want to bring up, Pervy2? If, if you don't, I understand. I think. Um, Why are you giving him that freedom? <laughs> but not as free as it can be. Okay. Yeah, this not, is, these we we got fr- things we got to do. These uh, aren't freedom fries. Uh, for, uh, honestly, uh, I, I, I've Choose spoken your a lot about a lot of things yeah. on the last episode. I've gone on a couple of tangents on this episode. The final thing that I want to do so is I know. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> I, as I know that this is, is this wrapping up. Yeah. And this is the second time you've, you've invited us into your home twice yeah. and you uh, let us be on this podcast. You gave us uh, an opportunity to use our voice and I'm sorry for what has happened as a result, but also <laughs> I just want to let you know that we are very grateful for this. Yeah. You are a phenomenal host oh, thank and you. I love this show. I love how uh, you you just let us be who we are. Yeah. And I love how you're doing this also for the community that we care so deeply about. I'm going to cry, and, man. I'm sort of fucking tearing up right now. And and I just want to let the audience know yeah. as a little bit of a nugget of a teaser, like, like I'm pretty sure legally we cannot go into more detail. Yeah. yeah that's but, why, that's why, that's why I but, said whatever you can say. Yeah, you But can. what we can say you is can plead the fifth, by the way, I don't know if I ever told you. Oh, this about oh, the show. I know. I'm, yeah. It, we, we are working on, on, like he said, it, it's, it's pointless to complain about all these things yeah. and not have a solution. And we came up with a solution and we've been working on it for the better part of a year Yeah, and it's picking up traction and I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to see what this can mean. And I hope that, you know, what, what we're doing, I hope that is not the end all be all for yeah. us. I hope it, it, it sparks a chain, yeah. which can create an entirely different world yeah. that we, um, that we operate in, 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 in the most positive of ways. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited for you guys too. I really hope it works out. I can't, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to burn, mm-hmm. bury the lead or anything. But that. thank you for helping us with the part that oh. you did help. Oh, with you're for welcome. Sure. Yeah. Let's do this. When, after this episode comes out mm-hmm. in actually, it, anyway, when you guys find out the information and all yeah. that stuff, let's have you guys back again. Okay. Guess, third time's a charm, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 we're going to have a lot to talk yeah. about. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, if that ends up going and the pace is going, we end up getting what we want to get. Yeah. No, oh, definitely. Buddy. We'll be recording it there. Okay. So, in, sounds in good. In your new place. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> My new place. What? Yeah. I mean, if we end up getting all the freedom we want. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well then, whatever, whatever you guys want to do, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. T- talk about we'll talk, it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We talk about it on yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Friday. No, no, we're gonna get shakes first. Oh, okay. We go get some some shakes, some fucking yogurt. Oh shit, shakes, shakes. No, 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 no. I, I really want a strawberry. Oh, strawberry I've been shake, strawberry, shake. You know, I want a little shake, shake. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, listen. Oh, you just interrupting me while I'm talking about shakes. I'm shack. sorry, y'all said shakes. I just wanted you. <laughs> when I say shake, shakes. you say shake. Shake, shake, 
Shaq. Shaq. I totally roll reversed, yeah. but you know, it, it still worked. Yeah, yeah. Good because director. you had to take control. <laughs> and had a, good director you, ha- you had to be reverse psychology on me. Yeah. So, mm. but, but, you, but you followed right along. Whatever. It's fine. I don't yeah. really care. Yeah. Yeah. It's my life. Yeah. Duck season. Yeah. <laughs> I actually pulled that off one time. You did? Never good for you. Good for you. I'm oh so proud of you. Oh my God. It felt amazing. But he was very high. That's the only way I got rid of I got away with it, but it worked. But anywho, when this. When it does, let me know. Mm-hmm. We got to do this again, because then we can talk about that. Then we can legally talk about it. Yeah. Because we can't talk about it legally. No. No. But what we can do legally right now is encourage all of you to show your support to Chasing the Frame by donating to where you can donate. Uh, send your love. Send your comments. Yep. Send your emails. Let us know what you are personally working on. I'm completely taking this out. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Finish yeah. me up. Uh, uh, if you read the host script for me. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, you know <laughs> what? Actually, yeah, you know, actually yeah, do that for me. But also, can you also uh, mm-hmm. read, because I have to do the first off for the affiliate partners. Can you uh-huh. read that first? And then we'll go into the... Uh, End part of Got it. it. Just, so, let, me know what, just right. let me know what I'm reading. But as, reading? as part of that idea, by the way, if you're working on something uh, that you're proud of, uh, yeah, send read, a message uh, and let them know. That, oh, first of all, before we get that, yeah, I think we did this last time. I don't know. I just want to make sure we, we talked about what your final nuggets are for the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. did that last time. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. let's give the social media again one more time. No one knows what that is. Just in case. Yeah. So you can go to YouTube.com okay. and then type in Happy Knife Space yep. Films. We don't have a custom URL yet. We probably will by the time this is released. But as of right now, we don't. So it's cool. just H-A-P-P-Y-K-N-I-F-E space F-I-L-M-S. And um, get over there. You can see the in hit on playlist. You can see our short films that we're working on. You can see the AI show that we're doing. You can see How to Horror. Um, you can see the vlogs that we used to do and probably may continue on mm-hmm. later on. Um, and all of our Facebook and uh, information is in the descriptions in those videos because we're still currently working those out at this point. But they will be there. No, I, I already set them up. You can find us at Happy Knife Films ha! on Facebook. So he's ahead um, of you. You, you. you can find us Sorry. at um, at Happy um, Happy Knife F at, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I believe he is... Are you Happy Knife on Instagram? So they're both Happy uh, Knives? No, no, no. Right okay. now on Instagram, I'm uh, N-Y-L-E-A-O, which okay. I will be. Yeah, that's that's my personal, which counts as my plugging thing. But we'll Yeah, be, we'll uh, have a Happy Knife Instagram. Well, you'll be yeah. like, you know, you have your name and then like, H-K? Yeah, yeah like I, I, okay. either way, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. And, uh, and that's that, that's our primary source. used to be on Twitch. If you and we do have our website backlogs. at happyknifefilms.com. <laughs> Yeah. Sweet. And I'm at John DeMarco, uh, John underscore DeMarco de- underscore DP at Instagram. Check it out. Also, uh, my friend told me I should say my Instagram now from now on. Yeah, I mean, so. Instagram's very popular. All right. So uh, last off, we have to thank our affiliate partners, Artlist.io. Artlist is a powerful music listening platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. With thousands of new songs, a full year of unlimited downloads, you can find exactly the music you need for your project. Music listening is often a complicated, expensive mess which slows us down and gets in the way of a creative process. By offering direct and unlimited access to our entire catalog of inspiring music for a single annual subscription fee, we believe that Artlist is the solution. If you join with our affiliated link today, you will get one year with two extra free months. So check out that link in our description and join Artlist.io, an inspiring music licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. Shit, man. I just had to record you on that and use it for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right. Can, <laughs> you, can you do the next part he's going to have no, you do with uh, Zach Baggins? Uh, 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 where it says end, just go where it reads end. And then if, if, if it doesn't make sense because I am terrible at writing, yeah. you can change it up a little Sometimes. bit too. Zach Baggins. 
Now, thank you guys again for listening, and remember to subscribe to the podcast. We are Spotify, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Anchor, a Apple, Apple Podcast. <laughs> That's a new one. Did I spell that wrong, or did you? Tune in now to Apples and Bananas now. <laughs> All right, calm down. Uh, bananas okay. and pajamas. <clears throat> Apple Podcast and Stitcher. I can't do this without my franchise. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at the wording. <laughs> I know. I'm laughing at hey. the delivery. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, it's, it's still a work in progress. You don't understand. I wrote like, yeah. I've written three endings now since this but, but, show's but, but, been but, but I mean, at this point, you're having Zach Baggins do yeah. your yeah, outro. Yeah, that's true too. We can switch voices if we'd like. We can, can, I, can I do, uh, uh, can you do, can you do Lucas? Lucas. It's not, it's not with Lucas, actually. Yeah. I can't do this without my frame chasers. And I, 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 I just I, I tried to bring knowledge to all of you listeners out there. And I, I, I really hope that you're gaining some some great value, uh, information and learning something from know, it. Right? Because we, we, ha- we all have a story and uh, we all go through things at some time or at different times. And I, I, uh, I, I hope I hope that people on the show keep inspiring you to chase those frames. Um, OK, guys, uh, we are out. Uh, thank you, thank you all again, and have a great uh, have a great day, guys. Go out there and uh, go visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and have yourself a nice Ronto wrap. Actually, I forgot Rise to, of the Resistance. Forgot, yeah, oh, the, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think there's a, did I not write the whole rest of it? Spiel. It's like have a great day, have a great week, have a great month, have a great year. That's not we'll catch you next time. I did time. not see that, but you know what? I Why don't you go ahead and have a great day, have a great week, have a great month, have a great year? Because you are listening to Chasing the Frame with John DeMarco. Subscribe now and come back next week because we got more <laughs> shit for you. <laughs> Perfect, wonderful, <laughs> and we're out, guys. Guys, bye. <laughs> I retired.